good evening or good night, ladies and gentlemen, whichever one you want to call it. And welcome to Breakfast and Body Slams, Thursday Night Slams. And I am one, just one of your hosts, Chio Frost. Uh, but before I get into things, let me introduce one of my uh, co co workers, co hosts, uh, my tag team, my other tag team partner besides uh, Dennis Reaper, tag team partner from the team known as Wreaking Havoc. As we were kicking Pat the Gobbler's uh, booty, I guess we got to tone it down with our language uh, a while back. Uh, I'd like to bring in my man, my homie. Yo, what up? I'm T. Back. Reyes. They keep inviting me. I keep coming back. I'm That's here. Ah, uh, man. Have we got a show for you tonight, folks? First and foremost, one. first and foremost, I would like to give a shout out and a cheap plug, as always, to our Devereaux Sports family out there. That's right. The Devereaux Sports team can be heard exclusively at Devereaux Sports on Facebook by via Last Out Media. And we got all the teams out there, like the Gobbler Inc., the, the, the Sullivan Squad. Uh, we got uh, MMA now going on besides us with the rest. We got the Old Head Show they're doing down there, too, yes, as well. But uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the wrestling world. Oh, oh I forgot. I'd like to give to uh, a shout-out to our affiliates and cheap plugs for them. Anthony Blackwell and Andy Hedder over at the Tornado Tag Podcast, as well as the two Daves, you know, D.B. Richards and Sweet Tea referee Dave Keener over at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. But now, without... Any further ado, let's bring our guest that we selectively handpicked. We searched through the garbage. We searched through through uh, uh, the back alleys of the old ECW arena, you know, because they have stuff thrown all around. They got they got fans. They got photographers. They got managers. They got referees. Wait, I think this guy he does it all. Everything. This is. And I hope I do not butcher his name like I do other people's. This is Craig Prendergast. I hope oh, my I God. Said it right. Oh, my God. You said it right. You said Holy it right. I'm shocked. Sweet. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Or too sweet. Too sweet. Oh, too sweet. Uh, Craig, how, how are you, brother? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing, Shio? I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now that you're here, you know, like uh, Dennis was was here, but he had to step away because, you know, you know, you know how he does. He likes to get that grub on. We all do. We all we're, we're all big boys. We all like to eat. It's that whole food thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, question, how has it been so far for 2021 uh, with you with coming back uh, from the whole shutdown from COVID and everything picking back up and 2020? I'm, I'm, I'm sure that was a pain in the ass for you. 2020 was horrible. I actually put on 20 pounds because uh, the gym shut down. And I, I was at first going to the park just to walk and then first to jog. And then it just started walking. And then I'm like, that's ah, too hot. And I was like too depressed because there's no shows. Because I've, I've always told people the reason why I get in shape is because of wrestling. The reason why I got in shape is because of wrestling. And because all the shows shut down, I got very depressed. I was not in a happy place, not in a good place. But now that 2021... The shows are starting back up. I'm seeing all my friends again. 
it's a blast. I'm really enjoying 2021. Not to jinx it because, you know, I, I see all the stuff with the masks and stuff coming back on again. So I don't want to jinx it, but I'm really enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah. My place of business just had us uh, uh, incorporate the mask mandate for our job just uh, mm-hmm. the last day or two. I'm mm-hmm. um, getting a little slack from uh, consumers coming in um, complaining. I said, hey, you could either A, wear the mask that, that that you claim it bothers you, or when you get sick, you can have one of those um, trachs down their mouth to help them breathe. Ventilators. So, a ventilator, yeah. 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 So, um, sorry, got a little itch on, the, on my foot here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Have, have you ever came in contact with uh, – my man T. Ray is here. Have you two ever met before, been on shows together? Uh, in all honesty, I've been doing this thing for like 10 years, and I see so many people. Uh, it's a blur. So if if he recognizes, if he remembers a photographer that was about 20 pounds, 40 pounds heavier with a thick beard, a mustache around ringside, that was me. Either me or George Tahinas, but it, I didn't it, wear it, glasses. It's hard because this was about – Nearly 20 years ago itself. It was uh, ECW's, one of their final shows at the Hamburg Fieldhouse. Okay. Uh, I can't say I went to ECW at the Hamburg Fieldhouse, but I can say I went to just about every single Philadelphia ECW show. I sat front row ringside for that. No, we, we, this one might work for both of you. Have, okay. Was you ever taking pictures at uh, Liberty All-Star yes. when they start when, when, when they were at the Murphy Rec Center. Yes, and uh, that was actually when people complain about the heat, that was the hottest I've ever been in because the Murphy Rec Center, no air, no fans in the summer, drenched. I'm surprised I didn't pass out. Because at, at that time, well, not all the time. I guess he probably had other ring rentals because we were on ring rentals there multiple times mm-hmm. uh, with the IWA, with their ring there with uh, when – when uh Bay had Rapid Fire Maldonado wrestling okay. there, I we remember were him. there with the we were there with the ring. So maybe we did come come in contact while while we were there. Probably, uh, probably. Again, I see I've seen so many people because before I did the refereeing and the managing, I shot ringside. I was a ringside photographer from about 1996 to about uh 2010 2011. But you know what? Don't give us all the details quite yet. Okay. We're gonna jump okay. all into that. We're gonna start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, I see Dennis is back. My man, my other tag partner besides T. Ray is Dennis Reaper. What's up, everybody? Hey, Mike needs you to send him an invite. Man, I just sent him an invite. (laughs) He just messaged me (laughs) saying, sending me a link. (laughs) Oh, man. I I, I sent it in our uh, Breakfast and Body Slams chat room page. So, uh, but uh, I'll send him one now. But you know what? Craig, why not you kick us off with uh, what was it like, the atmosphere, and at that time in your life, being on the other side of the guardrail at ECW as a fan? Uh, it almost is like words can't describe the atmosphere there. It was almost like family. You would go there and you see everyone at the same shows. And you develop relationships, friendships, uh, sometimes a little bit more than friendships, you know, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, it, it was fun. 
wonderful. And I'm so blessed that I got to sit front row ringside because you got to see people that you never saw in the States before. That was the debut of Rey Mysterio Jr. That was the debut of Juventud Guerrera. Uh, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, they had never made it mainstream. That was like the first time you ever saw those guys. And the intensity of the crowd was off the charts, just unbelievable. And more so than that, coming back to what I just said, I developed relationships with people that I still have to this day, just knowing them from going to shows and sitting next to them and talking to them and stuff like that. And that means that means a lot to me as well. Yeah, I know uh, being at the arena, I've only been there for, uh, man, I want to say two or three shows. I was at a Hamburg show they did. But the one show that stands out the most, I I was I believe it was the same night uh, when Kimona danced on, on top on of the top. ECW arena. That's because there was a ring problem with the with the ring, and uh, they just sent her out because they had to was, like put the ring together or something. Was this the same time? I'm like I said, it might have been the same night when they had to put the tables up in the ring for the scaffold match between Dreamer and Brian Lee. Because uh, I was there for that one, I remember. So I, I'm just trying to remember if it's the same night. Otherwise, it was two separate nights. I can't remember. I, I think the ring broke, and that's why she was out there dancing. Okay. I think I think that was what happened. Yeah. Yeah, because because that same night was okay when when uh when uh, Lee and Dreamer were going at it. That 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 same night prior to that, it was the Eliminators taking on Doc and Gordy. And Perry Saturn came off the top with the elbow drop off the top. Mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, yeah, so mm-hmm. that there, I blatantly remember it was it was a great night for me. Uh, now, now as, as a fan on that side, and, yeah. and, and you said there's so many people around ringside that you got mm-hmm. to know in mm-hmm. this business, mm-hmm. uh, which which we became good good friends with with guys like uh, the Hat Guy John Bailey. He's a manager in Triple WA. Yes, I know him yeah. well. Yeah, uh, guys like uh, you are actually what still friends with uh, Bob McGee, who runs Pro um, Wrestling Between the Sheets. Yep, yep, and I I actually still frequent that page quite often. As now, do was I. It, now wasn't Pro Wrestling Between the Sheets? Wasn't that a combination between him and uh, Fritz Cap? Uh, yeah, it was Fritz Cap, and then Fritz Cap like gave it up or sold it or traded or whatever, and then Bob McGee just took over. Okay, as oh, far as I got- know. We got Mikey in the room. The better okay. Bernard. This is Pat's brother. So, hello, Mikey. Also known how as the Saint Bernard. Hello, Mike, everyone. Bernard. Hello, hey Greg. Hi, Mike. How are you? Do hey, I know hello. you? I, I know so many people. It's a blur. <laughs> no, no. He he he's freshly new to our our group. Our, oh, okay. Our okay. group of uh, friends. We just took him to get rid of Pat. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, so we got the better one. Uh, yeah, it's exactly the better Bernard. <laughs> so now, now, what was your transition from uh, becoming, you know, just a fan into photography? Uh, well, I, I, I uh, like I said, I went to like every ECW show in Philly, and I was always taking pictures from my front row seat, and they came out pretty good, and I liked it, and it was cool, but. Because of ECW, how you know how they're like all over the place, and you're like, oh my god, they're almost right in my, they're right in my chair, they're all over the place. I wanted more. I wanted to get closer. It was an addiction. Uh, so one day, 
I went to a, a Liberty All-Star wrestling show in Eddystone, I think, and I just flat out asked Bay Ragney, uh, do you mind if I shoot ringside? He's like, yeah, no problem. And great, thanks. And that's what started me. That's, then I started shooting ringside as much as I could. Uh, matter of fact, one of the uh, you mentioned the 2300 wrestling podcast, I believe uh, one of the guy, one of the Daves there started wrestling there. I probably have some pictures of him somewhere or other, but now he's a Keener. referee. Keener, Keener, yes, Dave Keener. Yeah, yeah. he started wrestling there. Uh, so I, I like probably have a picture of him somewhere as like a wrestler. But yeah, so because of Bay Ragney, that was my first. And then I just started going to every show I possibly could just to shoot ringside. And that was when it was just film and not digital. So you yes. can imagine how much that cost for film and developing and, then, and reprints say, and, and enlargements. Time you gotta, the whole time I don't, you I do not miss those days. <laughs> I do not miss those days in any way, shape or form at all. In some ways I do, in some ways I do, because I look at the memories, because it's it's sad to say this, but when you want to remember someone because they recently passed or they recently retired, it's like, oh, yeah, I took pictures of this and that. And I still every yeah. so often get people that ask me, hey, do you have pictures of this guy because I'm doing a tribute or this guy just passed or this guy just retired? Yeah. So I, I look it up and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I was there. And, oh, and I, the thing is, I, I know sometimes like it irks me, like I'm not a photographer, but like uh, or 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 part of the film crew, but guys who've been around the business long enough, we know the right angles or the right pick mm-hmm. shots they should get. And mm-hmm. it irritates me when I don't say, see either uh, uh, a camera guy or a photographer running over to get that shot that's going to mm-hmm. either about to happen or just, you know, they're just like, okay, well, they're on the opposite side of the ring. I'm not going to go all the mm-hmm. way. No, get your ass over there. Get that shot. It mm-hmm. could end up in PWI or something like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like when someone goes to the top rope, you better see a scramble of photographers going on the other side because you know what's going to happen. You know they're going to dive or get tossed off or something. So if you follow the business enough, you know exactly where to go. Yeah. You just know. And uh, I know I know. slowly uh, JoJo's starting to pick, pick that up with her photography. Uh, mm-hmm. Like like she 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 been around it since she she didn't see since she was like uh, seven when she started uh, helping out. And now she's about to be 17 and, and her photographer, you know, her pictures are just getting better and better, but she needs to develop more of that, more of an eye of uh, like, like, like she does get the good shots, but like I said, she, she got to, um, and she got to anticipate mm-hmm. those ones that are going to be there when you least expect it. And also to be honest with you, you got to experiment with the shutter speed and the f-stop to make sure you get the proper lighting and the proper thing. So when you take an action shot, it doesn't look like a big blur. Trust me, mm-hmm. I've gone through that. It's not fun. Yeah, she, no, she, it's not fun. Yeah, she 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 forever always has me upgrading her equipment for her. Oh well, that's uh, very nice of you, Chio, to uh, be paying for all of her equipment. Yeah, don't. Uh... Here. <laughs> Here, happy birthday. There's your Christmas present. Shut up. Leave me alone. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. So now, photography opened up a mm-hmm. wide range of doors for you in yes, many companies, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I, and I know for a fact promoters are welcoming, especially if they don't got a photographer on hand. Oh, yeah. Or, or probably at the time, sometimes um, for photographers just starting out, be like, hey, I'll come in. I'll just get you the pictures, do it for free or whatever. And they're like, yeah, free? Sure. Come, come on. That's promoters for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, everything costs a buck. You would like, hey, can you at least reimburse me for the film or this or that? You know, just something. 
I never really asked them for it, but uh, there have been uh, promoters that have reimbursed me without my asking for it. And I'm, I'm not going to name names. I'm just grateful for that. They know who they are. That's what's up. You got something to say there? I heard it. <clears throat> Is that you, Dennis? No, that was Mikey. <laughs> no, that was oh, actually that was Mikey. Me. Ah, man. Yeah, my throat was a little dry there. <laughs> you're, you're apparently your brother. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now. Now you're working everywhere doing photography. Yep, now I, my my question is mm-hmm. when it's time for you to transition <laughs> from a photographer's realm oh, okay. to the referee mode, mm-hmm. was there was they short a ref or did you want to ref? And, and said, hey, hey, kid, we got a T-shirt for you. Can you rep for us? No, it's an interesting story behind that. I was uh, going through a divorce, so call it my midlife crisis, if you will, because I was getting sick and tired of taking pictures in ringside. And Zach Connor, God bless him, he's a booker for DCW. He knows how, how passionate I am about things, and I was always, like, talking to him about stuff and this and that. We both share a passion for the business. So he came up with this great angle where he was in a match. I forget who I forget who he was working with, uh, but the referee got bumped. And then we did an angle where he like waved me. He's like, hey, photographer, come here, quick, quick. So I handed off my camera, came in the ring, put the ref shirt on, and ref the last like two minutes of the match. And then I was like a referee, and then I was like a referee <laughs> from then on. I know. It's like I've never seen that before. That's so, cool. It was, it was like – with the sweatshirt, the shirt I put on, the ref shirt was like super sweaty. But it's like other than that, it was really cool. It was awesome. <laughs> I was like flying high. It was like the first time I've ever done that. So it, that's how I got started refereeing. Hey, for – First and foremost, I want to apologize to Mikey for taking you from the bottom and moving you to the top because that StreamYard logo fits just right in the corner of your picture there. Because <laughs> you must it, be it, joking now. No, because no, it, 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 it was covering me up, so I like let me just put it up in that corner. I was I was tempted to move uh, uh, Reaper up, but I'm like, ah, you got a better shot in that one corner to throw up. So sorry, sorry, Mikey. Yeah. I was like, I threw you up. That's all right. It's all right. I feel I feel some type of way now. So, uh, so now you're reffing, mm-hmm. um, and that I'm guessing that was DCW because that was like yes. where you got your uh, home start with training and stuff, though. Yeah, that's still my home fed DCW. Yes, and I did get my training. Mark Harrow uh, was my trainer, and I, I honestly I couldn't ask for a better trainer than him. Um, I think he has a new school now. Uh, I think it's Workhorse Wrestling Training Center, I believe it is. Yeah, he, so he's training again. Uh, I had to had, had to get my cheap plug in. Um, the, no, it's the, all right. You can plug away. Like, okay. If, if you got if you, if you got stuff coming up that you want to plug, yeah, I'll the, plug that the, at the end. I'll plug that yeah. at the end. But uh, honestly, the the stuff that he he put me through, uh, it was the toughest thing I've ever had to do in my life, but also the most rewarding. Because when I first started refereeing, I was like a little, little overweight, definitely out of shape. But uh, a lot of weeks of exercises and drills, I, I got into the best shape of my life. And I learned to push myself to places I never thought I'd be able to. And he, he taught me to like the final. There's a lot more than just counting to three, you know, where, uh, when to tell the boys to go home, watching the time, stuff like that. And because of all that, uh, training, I've got to, I've had the honor of refereeing. Like I've been to, I've ref matches with like, uh, Tommy dreamer, Jerry Lawler and, Something that I hang my hat on in terms of refereeing, I got to referee demolitions. As far as I know, demolitions official last match, mm, which sweet. was, that's... I think, it was an eight-man tag at KCW. 
you, you know that is awesome. A- anyone who can go out there and 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 referee, I give my house hats off to you guys because I I ref like maybe like maybe one show was like every other match, and I ref and I probably ref maybe another other show or two, and I hated it. I really hated it because I I didn't realize how bad you got to stay professional mm-hmm. at the time, especially when you got people heckling the shit out of you. Because as a worker, when you're in ring, you, you want to heckle right, back. Yeah, you can give it back. So mm-hmm. as a ref, you know, you know, then you got to make sure you're 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 always in the right position at the right time. You're not mm-hmm. messing up a count. Like mm-hmm. like sometimes you're tempted to count three. Or, or the guy don't kick out, or like, oh, okay, what the hell just happened? You know, you and you don't want to mess nothing up, though. So yeah, I, I give it up to, to to the refs as well as ring announcers because I I ring announce some shows too, and mm-hmm. I I'm like I I have a voice a voice for it when I when I do ring announce, but I just always afterwards I end up losing my voice at the end of the night, so it's not for me. I'm I like I had the voice, but it's not it's not up to par. To, 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 to do it on a regular basis. Yeah, well, don't don't worry. I, I've screwed up plenty. Um, uh, I hope to minimize the screw ups. I don't think. I mean, knock on wood, or as the French say, knock on wood. I, I hope to not screw up any time in the future. Uh, uh, but I, I've every time you screw up, you learn. And you know, sometimes it is your fault. Sometimes it's not your fault. But it's always a learning experience. Now, now, was you able through through your time, Riff? Was you able to? pick the brains of some of the uh veteran refs uh i always ask them like uh when, like when do you uh for example like do you call the closed fist do you not call the closed fist when they're on the top rope do you count three and i get like different answers from different people so it's just like i just i i just okay i'll take what you said i'll take what you said and just make it my own and yeah i i i, I guess it depends on the situation what what mm-hmm. they're looking at uh I, I try to ask the promoter beforehand, do you want me to do the pat down? Do you want me to give them the time? You know, what, what exactly are you looking for in terms of a referee? What and, and you know what, you what, what you just described, I don't see a lot of that anymore. I really don't see uh, refs out there really patting the guys down. You know, you know, the ways to go to the knees, to the bottom of the boots and stuff. Well, you know, the, 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 the reason, the reason why you do that, I don't know if I'm going to give away a trade secret or anything, but the reason why you do that is when you pat them down, if they have anything to tell you, you can, they can tell you, okay, tell the other guy to. No, 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 that, 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 that part I get, but, okay. but traditionally wise though. Oh, you don't see that. I see. What it you was mean. a common thing mm-hmm. for, you know, for a ref to go and pat everyone down who's participated in the match, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, but you don't see that anymore though. If I don't Usually get now, asked, they're just walking over. Hey, what's up? Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah, if I don't get asked, I do it anyway, just because it looks more professional. Yes, it looks more for. And by the way, one that my top pet peeve of referees: if you're a referee and I see your shirt untucked, oh, I'm gonna go off. Oh, tuck definitely. your shirt in. Tuck your shirt in. Look professional, please. Um, there's one referee, hands down. Had to be the cleanest referee I ever met because he had multiple change of clothes of mm-hmm. ref outfits. Mm-hmm. Every time he came back from refing and someone else out there, he's back there changing his shirt, putting the deodorant, wiping down, this, that. He put a fresh pair of everything on, drawers and everything. Yo, 
and then he go back out as soon as he was done with his next magic round, come back through the same change over to the next outfit. He had multiple mm-hmm. outfits and he always freshened up. Um uh, they, he he worked a lot of, in New Jersey and Delaware. He was a, he, he was an African American uh, older gentleman, Mike. Uh, quick count something I I forget the I forget his name. Uh, but like I said, he would hands down go the most. He, he would have to be the most cleanliness ref that I met throughout my entire career. Has he retired? Because if this is the guy I'm thinking of, he was a guy who knew he knew like the moves of all the matches. So if they got lost, he just asked him, and he knew that he knew like the entire match. Maybe, maybe he 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 he's an older gentleman. He had you know he had grays and stuff like that. Though he's really thin, thin built. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Ugh. I know. I yeah, think if I, know I what find you're a picture, about. if I find a picture of him online, I'll I'll I'll, I'll send it over to you. Cause I'm sure okay. I think I got one probably somewhere. And I think I know who you're talking about. That's a guy. Yeah. He, he was like a really, really good. I think he retired, but he was a really good referee. Maybe one of the best, if not the best. Now, now some of the, some of the refs that you uh, look to like currently right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if you were still, I, I don't know. Are, are you still refing? You know what? I haven't refed in a while. Not for lack of, Anything, just just the two promotions I work for at DCW, it's like I'm the, the president there, and UWC, I'm a manager there. So uh, I still referee the occasional match here and there, but I haven't refereed in uh, – it's been a while, but you don't forget that stuff. So who is some of your go-to refs, like if you wanted to work a show with other refs, mm-hmm. who would be your idea uh, team of refs, like, like – uh, Two or three, you can name all like three, whatever. That that's including you. You know that way you divide up the matches. Like who, who, who would be your squad? Okay, you mean on the current like WWE or? No, no, no. I mean the the, the oh the, now the the indie wise that around the oh okay shows. I'm like because I'm sure we got some of the same names in mind who we might pick. The Keeners, Mike and Dave, for one thing, okay. that pops into my head. Uh. Other referees. Mm. Oh, the, I, I wish I knew this. I can look this up. The guy who does the refereeing at UWC, uh, I forget his name, but he's he's really professional. And I know he he's like the main referee. I can't, I'm really embarrassed. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But uh, I know I have a list of, I know I have a list of refs on my. And uh, if, if you throw some names site. at me, I'm sure I'd agree with uh, you. Chris Levin. Chris Levin. Name sounds familiar, but Kid Ref, they, his nickname Kid Ref. Oh God, time. yes, 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 yes. So he was in <laughs> Impact for a while. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, he's awesome. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, most definitely. definitely. Uh, uh, Nick Papa Giorgio. Don't know him. No, he, he does a lot of stuff in the Jersey area. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Nick Shin. Mm, doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like like I said, I have a whole list of other refs out there on there, but right there we pretty much already described like at least four of them between the two mm-hmm. keeners and 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 Chris mm-hmm. together just alone right there is yeah, like, my, like my favorites right there. Mike Keener is like the best referee I've ever seen. Just oh. he's ama- amazing, amazing. And he's he's always in denial about it though. That's the thing. He's so humble. He really is. He's ex- extremely humble. God bless that guy because he's he also is an excellent trainer from what I've seen. He's trained a lot of guys, so he's a credit to the business. Yeah, and and hands down, he's like 
He's like one of the guys that I truly trust in his business. Mm-hmm. If I was booking a show right now and, 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 and he would come to me and say, Hey, Chio, I got my man T here. Uh, he, he, he's a good kid. Uh, can you give him a spot? Hands down. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll give him a spot because Keener put his, his stamp of validation mm-hmm. on it. I'm like, if Keener goes and tells me, I don't know about that kid. He's, you know, I'm like, you know, I seen him fuck up this, and that. He needs more work. Uh, this and that. Uh, you know, like, I, I'll be a little Larry. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, shun the kid because he had a couple mistakes. But at the same time, his word is bond. Keener's mm-hmm. word is bond. So, so, like I said, hands down, uh, I, I would always trust Keener's word no matter what. Okay. Yes, I, I agree with him because, uh, again, he's another guy like myself who's done it all. He's uh, refereed. He's wrestled. I don't know. I, I think he's – has he managed? I think he has. I'm not sure, but he's I'm done a lot. I'm not sure. And he, he's, he's, a tra- a- he's a trainer, and he's an excellent trainer, so he's done a lot, just a lot. Yeah. Now, here's one question I want to know. Now, you said a pet okay. peeve of yours was the shirt being untucked. Yes. Okay. What about – Facial hair on a ref. Should they be clean shaven as a ref? Uh, honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that as long as the, the beards are neatly trimmed and it's not like bushy and all over the place. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with that. I have that, seen a lot of that lately. Mm-hmm. But you know what else? Since, since we're talking about pet peeves, referees that wear shorts, um, that doesn't look professional because I don't care how hot it is because everyone else is sweating. I mean, wear black pants. Because you want to look like a referee, you want to look official. How can people take you seriously when you have shorts on? I mean, seriously. I have, I have, I have that one topped. I have you topped on that one, Craig. So there's a wrestling uh, a referee that does tapings for a promotion. Mm-hmm. He wears jogging pants, lifting gloves, oh my and God. a do rag, or not a do rag, but a bandana. And I asked him, Ugh. "What is Ugh. this?" He goes, "This is my gimmick." And I'm like, first off." You're a referee. Dress mm-hmm. as a referee. Referees don't wear gloves. Referees don't wear those. They wear actual pants. Mm-hmm. They don't wear bandanas. He goes, well, this is what I wear, and I'm not going to stop. I walked out of the building. I was like, okay, well, he's not my ref. I was like, no, no can't do it. I, I can't. I, I like professionalism. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're saying about the whole shirts tucked in, I want, you know, if they're going to have a beard, like I have a beard, it has to be, if you're going to be a referee, it has mm-hmm. to be nicely trimmed up and professionally right. done right. to where you don't look like a slob, you know. I'll and then I'm, seeing, then I'm seeing referees that have like blue or green hair because they want to make themselves stand out. And I'm like, who's going to book them? Who's going to book a blue hair referee? Seriously. Yeah. How are you supposed to there take someone promotion. like that? Seriously. There will be people that book them because they'll do it for nothing. Or or, uh, or or they're the nephew or the promoter or or they something. sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, Tim White was always uh, one who always kept his beard nice and cleaned up in in WWF at the time. Harvey Whippleman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Some of the great ones. Yeah, I remember. Uh, now. Going back to what you were saying about shorts, though, I can see people wearing like a khaki pair of shorts, not 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 jean shorts, but khaki. If they're doing like an outdoor event somewhere, like you know, like where it's like the sun's really beating down, and it 
and you're not inside a air conditioned place or anything like that, you know, but like, uh, again, if you want to look, my opinion, my opinion, you want to look professional, you wear the black pants. Yeah. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah. Short sleeve. You don't need a long sleeve referee, whatever. No, and, no. but yeah, just black pants. Then when you get to the back, just drink a lot of water and towel yourself off or whatever, but you're out there, there for like five to seven minutes. It's like, it's like you're doing exercise. It's like you're exercising, you know, you work up a sweat, then you, you towel off, but you're out there look like a referee because if you don't look official, the wrestlers won't take you seriously and nor will the fans, you know, buy into anything that you say. Now, now at the time when you were, uh, training, was this the mm-hmm. same time when you're refereeing or was you training as you were transitioning to be a manager? Uh, basically I was constantly training with, uh, Mark Harrow. He's had a bunch of, he's had several iterations of his school. Uh, he saw something in me. Was totem before? Totem. Yeah. That was his last one. That was the last one okay. before the, the one that he's is at now. Um, he, he kind of saw something in me because he saw that I liked getting involved with stuff and I liked taking the bumps as, as a referee. I like taking ref bumps. That, uh, Pat, Pat, Nick Patrick. Yeah. He's naming Nick I, Patrick as uh, the I, beard. I, I, okay. I, I, the beard. Okay. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Uh, he he kind of saw something. He saw I had like charisma and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to be a manager. I'm a referee. I can't do that. He's like, give it a shot. Try it. Try it. So uh, I lucked out in that Corey Castle God bless him. Gave me one of Nick Burke's old uh, jackets because, you know, Nick Burke was doing some sort of like lounge singer gimmick. I forget Nikki what it is. Benz. Thank you. Nikki Benz. Yeah, he was doing a Nikki Benz gimmick. Corey Castle gave me one of Nick Burke's old Nikki Benz jackets. And that has been such a blessing because that jacket is money because that jacket gets me over. I could say like I could trip over my tongue, say nothing. I wear that jacket. People hate me. They're like, oh, you look like a used car salesman. Why are you doing that? Blah, 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 blah. So, uh as I was training to be a referee, I was also training to be a manager, like at the same time. So it's like when I did the training, I sometimes at training, you know, I did, I refereed a training match. I managed another match, you know, and I, I just worked like that. And eventually uh, they did an angle again at DCW and also at uh, PPW. Do you remember that promotion in lower Delaware power pro wrestling? They did- no, I heard of it, but I never mm-hmm. was, I never attended one of their shows. Yeah. It was a uh, Norman Jones. Jay Jones was a booker. Uh, He's, he's on Facebook, but um, anyway, they, they both, I was referee for both of them and they both did a thing where they eventually, they turned me from a referee to a manager, a la Nick Patrick, a la Teddy Long. And, uh, and that's so great. I, oh, that's, I love, that's money. That's so much fun. People never expect that. I mean, it's been done before, but you don't see that happen a lot. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happens like in, in the near future, because that's just a great way to get someone over. I think. Yeah, I know. I know. I know with the, the training process, we all been through it except for uh, Mikey. Uh, one day we have to get Mikey in the ring uh, to take a couple bumps, hit the ropes or something like that. See how it feels. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, can, but, I, can, I can tell you exactly how it feels. It hurts. It hurt. I mean, when I started refereeing and I would, you slapped the mat, I was like, one out, two out, <laughs> three out. And I was like, and when I did like false kind of matches, I'm like, okay, I'm outside. I thought I have to, you know, make it sound like, so I was like slapping the pavement. It's like one, oh, I got to. Two, you know, and I was like really hurting my hands. Now I slap them out. I don't feel it. I don't feel yeah, a thing. It, it's, it's a, it's a, you are conditioning your hand. Exactly. Same way, exactly. The same way we, with the bumps, we are conditioning our mm-hmm. backs mm-hmm. for the falls and this and that. Um, like I said, uh, all, all three of us, the plus you 
know 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 what it's like to be in there to to, to mm. hit the mat. Uh, depends on what cut what type of pattern they have too. Mm. And I'm like some are cushioned like bed, well, I- some feel hard like concrete. Mm. You know, it is what it is. But like I said, once that conditioning goes and you get pretty good at at at, at being a bumping machine, mm-hmm. uh, you can pretty much bump anywhere then. And I, at, mm-hmm. at, at at a point, I, I was there at a point where I can be bumping out there on the hard floor concrete, which I shouldn't have to. No, but I did it anyway because it did not bother me. Now, mm-hmm. now waking up after injuries I had after these years, now I wake up back's all sore and this and that. I'm 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 aching in pain throughout the day, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't let no one know that because it's you know, hey, because after a while you have. Um, that self pride of like, okay, I'm not gonna look hurt. I'm gonna come do my job. I, I and know that's all it. about that. I did that because uh, I trained for wrestling before the army, and then I, I went to the army, and I haven't taken a bump in many, many months. And mm-hmm. I was talking to one of the dudes, one of the soldiers, and uh, another soldier overheard. Said, oh, "You're a wrestler. Take a bump." <laughs> There's no con. It is a straight fucking concrete floor. My and, pride gets the best of me. I took you, that bump. <laughs> I took that uh-huh. bump. I went ka. I I I know. I know. In this. my head, in Ow. my head, I'm like, oh my god. Face <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, right now, I'm the best shape in my life. So I have to look at him like, what up? Now, now, did, did you did you talk your head? Did no, you I, talk I, your head? Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I talked my head. I talked okay. my head. I, I will okay. make sure that wasn't happening though. Now, now Dennis, <laughs> did, did 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 you ever have to go through that uh when when you were freshly starting out where you had like family and friends egg you on to take a bump? Yeah, come on, do it. Yeah, we know it's fake. Come out here and, and and you know take a bump. I'm sure you have too, huh? Look, I've had I've had family tell me that the chops were fake, the chairs oh, were fake, the kendo stick. I, I loved when I hear the kendo stick was fake, and I'd always have I still have one all the time. Uh, so don't 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 the Here's the deal. I'm gonna give you three shots to make me cry. I'm gonna take one on you. They're like, okay, and they'll swing on me, and then I'll swing on them. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh sh- this is her. This is real. It hurts. Then I bring the chair out. I go. I'll be back. I go to Walmart and buy a chair. I come back. I go. Here's the receipt. This is what the chairs are. <laughs> and they're like, they're real. I'm like nothing we do is fake. No, no doubt. I remember I, when I get, uh, ins- I get insulted when people uh, use uh, the uh, f word. Like no, I, nobody so, understands. No, they never understand. No. Like ever. Like dog. I right, cool. We all know the predetermined shit, but come lace boost, son. L- yeah. l- let's have fun. L- l- let's see if your fun matches our fun. Mm-hmm. And-, and it's a whole different atmosphere. I swear. I got. I, I got to give a quick shout out to one of our uh, our our Devereaux family members, Austin. He uh he just uh chimed in on uh, what's going on, boys. You know uh, uh we're, we're we're just here, Austin. We're talking with with, with Craig here, uh former. ECW fan in the crowd turned photographer, turned uh, referee, and turned manager, tra- and transitioned currently as a professional wrestling manager. It's me. So, and and I know what it's like to be a manager because, like, after I got hurt 
and I landed pretty much after I was going up to the top rope for um, Frankensteiner. And soon as I look over, who do I see come walking in the door? I see uh, Luke Gallows and um, oh man, uh, I can't think of what the other guy's name from Aces of Eights. They were um, big guy with a beard. I, I can't remember. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me eventually. But they're walking in the door, and I'm thinking, oh, please don't miss. Just as the take home spot, it was the take home. But luckily, it was a last man standing match, so it looked pretty good. Like it actually, <laughs> it looked good when I landed on the back of my damn neck. And I like I hurt my spine, so <sighs> literally it was like counting to ten, trying to climb up, grab that top rope, let go when they said nine, counted the other guy down at ten. You know who who, who the other guy is, Dennis? Uh, Marvel, Mike Marvel, Mike Marvel. Oh, yeah. So F that guy. That, that was the match that actually <laughs> ended. That 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 match actually ended both of our careers of in-ring wrestling because as soon as I let go, I literally, I did fall. I was hurting. I was in so much pain. Uh, so it, it, it kind of worked out where it worked the gimmick where, you know, last man standing because, yo, I, I took, it took me everything in my willpower just to stand up for, for, for the end. That's it. But, uh, but I managed to, uh, jump back in the ring like two or three times, uh, like, like two battle royals and one tag match. Other than that, I haven't done anything uh, since. Only thing I've been was doing uh, between then was uh, strictly managing. So I know what it's like to be a manager. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a gift, the gift yeah. of gab. And I'll, I'll so, tell you st- straight up, it, it it was it was terrifying at first getting on that microphone because I was like, I don't know what to say except shut up and you suck and whatever. But, you know, with enough practice, you just get in the mood. You're like, I don't care. I'm just going to say whatever. If you don't like it, I'll just say it louder. And I'll just keep egging you on and keep egging on and keep pissing you off until uh, I get a reaction out of you. Yeah. If you yeah, if you hate me, I'll say, you know, don't cheer for this guy. And then they will cheer for that guy just because they hate me. So it's funny. Right. With uh, independent wrestling, like as we all hey, know. Hey, Austin. Hi, Austin Hammer. Uh, <laughs> it's like we could get on the mic. And people be scared. My mentality is: we know that there's at least one smelly person out there. <laughs> we know that, and they're in the front row all the time. It, <laughs> it's and, always a big chick sitting next to a guy with no we teeth. We will find them, and we will find them, <laughs> and that will be our mark for tonight. Because you know, it's easy, and that's how I, I, I. Nobody taught me that. Nobody said, you know, go for that. I learned that on my own. Already, it was like an 82 year old lady that that was booing me, this and that. And during uh, intermission, she was sweet to me. I'm like, what the fuck? And this is as a rookie. <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, finding the little old ladies is the best. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It, 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 especially if they, uh, here's one like in particular, one that I know from going to all the shows, she's, she's a sweetheart. But during showtime, she had she's there with another elderly person who's her friend, and they show up and they're swinging their canes at me. They're mm-hmm. telling me to hell off. But at the end of the night, they're giving me, "Hey, come here." I'm giving them some sugar. How you doing, babe? What's going on? This and that, you know, you know. But that's that. That's what it is. You you actually uh, through wrestling, you gain fans who become your friends, mm-hmm. just like how mm-hmm. as right. a fan. You 
end up becoming friends with the wrestlers and mm-hmm. get involved. And, and what mm-hmm. Trey used them as martyrs and you know, you already got it. As soon as you become hometown, like, oh, there goes Louise. We about to do it up. <laughs> you know, oh, there goes Adam. I know he ain't put on a degree today. You now, know, now, uh, <laughs> that's one, how it works. One group of guys that I used to love, I'm sure you remember them. And you probably remember them too, T. Uh, they traveled around with John Billy. It, the bunch of little old guys I used to hang out and sit with him at shows, and they used to travel in a limo. John Bailey didn't he? What, did he yeah, he, didn't he come? I think his it was his brother, wasn't it? And he was like I, had glasses and because there it, was there was a bunch of them that tried to, but there was this one little little one with a cane that, that hanged out with them, like. Uh, and and he he passed away some time ago. Skinny, like real. If this is the yeah. one I'm thinking, did didn't PWF do a tribute to him? Like Steve Carino's old fad? Because maybe I'm not there. sure. I wasn't. There if that's that. the guy I'm thinking, if that's the guy I'm thinking of, yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But they used to travel to all these shows all together, and and they, and, and 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 one of them used to drive a limo. Okay. Fun fact: John was my manager. Oh, heck, I was your manager. Yeah. Oh, Me sweet. too. Me too. He, he was my wow. manager uh, before I went like full throttle U.S. Army and stopped wrestling. He was okay. he was there when I won the Triple Threat Championship from the IWA. Sweet. I faced Roman and some other dude like Hayden. Uh, uh, Hayden uh, I, I remember. They were the, the, the IWF guys. Yeah, the IWF, okay. you know, uh, but they were legit. They were WWE like, you know, jobber guys. Mm-hmm. Like they were there all the time. And the one dude wow. was like champion for like ever. He was Lord knows how long, and I dethroned him. Um, and he was my man. He was supposed to like you know do the interference, and I I caught the pinfall, and then they beat my ass after the match. And Hat Guy couldn't do anything because it's Hat Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I was still champion at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, fun fact: he was my manager for a couple stints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, now, 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 with us knowing guys like that, there is a whole list of actually ECW fans that been around. I was just going to bring that up. Became, that that we became mm-hmm. friends with throughout the years. That became uh, that that got like further into the business. That got well, into the business actually, just because of ECW. Well, I, I was going to say there was actually some that didn't even get into business who were still fans okay. that we that that we actually became friends with. One in particular. That comes to mind is Stan the Fan. Oh, my dear Lord. You know, I saw him like a couple years ago at uh, ECWA when they had the uh, the Super 8, when they brought in like Pillman Jr. and the Von Erich kids and stuff like that. And he was in bad wow. shape. I mean, his, I, he was always – he'd always come to ECW with his mother and his mother like passed on and he, he was always sick and he was just – he was in bad shape. So I saw him a couple I, years ago. I remember him. Last time I seen him, last time I seen him was at – Dennis, I believe you were there too at Super Crazy Pro Wrestling when they were at Toe Man Joe's in South Philly. Stand a fan was there, so he's still yeah. around. Okay, yeah, yep. he's yeah. That was right before the pandemic and all everything shut mm-hmm. down. It was right before that. Well, he's one of those guys, like you mentioned. You you play to him, and he'll give you a ton of heat. Ton of heat. Uh, 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 another person who's like a wrestling mom to the, a lot of the guys is uh. Kathy Fitzgerald. I saw her at Hamburg. Yes, yeah, she, yes, she was there. Mm-hmm. She she ran into me too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I seen her every everywhere places too. Uh, the 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 one time I ran to a show, she brought some, I think, uh, some baby stuff she gave to me because she knew I was gonna see Kobe Carino soon. So mm-hmm. I can I so I so I did the handoff. So she she's a lovely lovely woman and she's very oh, yes. caring. She's very yes. very caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I said, there 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 is a a select few of people who you get to know as fan wives who actually become family. Who's actually, you know what? You could actually call like someone like Kathy is one of the boys, you know, mm-hmm. she, 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 she's mom. And, mm-hmm. and, and in this business, I had three wrestling moms, three, okay. uh, Kathy, Nancy Moyer from the Allentown area who, who actually see me when I started out. Uh, and, um, uh, what the, I can't think of her first name, uh, but I call her mom anyway. She she's over at, uh, at, at 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 with ACW Atomic Championship Wrestling. I can't. I I have her face in my head. I just can't spit the name out. I just. Uh, she, but, she, when you get to be our age, we forget things. Yes, so. it, 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 especially when you meet so many people. Yes, a lot yes. of it starts blending together. It's a blur. Like, it's yeah, a blur. Uh, dates and 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 different mm-hmm. venues and stories, <laughs> companies. And the sad part is they'd be like, hi, remember me? You'd be like, ah. You just want to say, hey, how you doing? It's been, like, been a long time. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey champ. That's, that's where brother and sister come. Oh, bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, we got a little bit off track there. So, uh, Sorry. No, no, no. It's all right because we're telling stories here. We're, we're okay. catching up. We're uh, different stuff. Uh now you transition from referee to manager yep. and and uh and how how was it to be uh, uh, a manager per se of where now now that you're not a referee you could actually talk all the smack you want now I love it I love I love yelling at people I love yelling at the fans telling them to shut up and you suck and you're idiots and blah 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 <laughs> and I just like yelling at people and just getting uh, them Getting them angry and pissed off. That makes me feel better. It's like, it's okay. I, oh, it's like, you're in the like palm classic of my hand. Heel lines like mm-hmm. that. Do it's you, like you're, you're in the palm of my hand. I love it. Uh, do, yeah. you, do you ever feel like it's an outlet where like, you know, oh, sometimes, because yeah. where I know a lot of times we might get frustrated on the job and, you know, and we got to be professional as possible, like in our everyday <laughs> no, life. No. And then, well, except for Dennis. And then, <laughs> and then, when you're out there, you can almost, you know, if 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 the character that you're playing at during ring time is the character you want to unleash on people, sometimes it it feels good. It's like like oh my god, it's like a rush. That I can I can tell you a little mini story about that. When I was like still a fan of like Tri-State Wrestling Alliance before ECW. I talked to Mad Dog DC Drake, and I was just talking to him, asking him for a living at the time. I don't know what he does now, but at the living, he was a psychotherapist. And I asked him, oh, well, why do you do wrestling if you're a psychotherapist? And he said, just like you were talking about, it's his form of therapy. It's how he gets out his, like, negative emotions and whatnot. No no, no lie. I actually still talk to DC Drake. Mm-hmm. Me, me, him, and Harley Lewis get into conversations sometimes once in a while on, oh, on, my on God. Facebook. Harley and, Lewis. And, and, and yes, I am a Harley Lewis guy because Harley Lewis was there at in when when I was just starting out in the beginning. 
I haven't heard his name in years. I remember him from NWA Jersey, like him and uh, he was one of the misfits, wasn't he? Yep. With Derek Domino. Yep. 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 I haven't heard his. Yeah, I know of him and I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I actually Harley uh, chimed in on my uh, on my uh, post uh, when I uh, mentioned about my mom's birthday because she she passed away so many years ago. And, you know. You know, he chimed in with a thumbs up or, or a heart. I forget which one it was, mm-hmm. but uh, because he he was actually there the day my mom came in and drugged me out the wrestling school by my ear. Oh, jeez! And, and the thing was, she said go to school. She didn't say which school. So I was playing hooky from mm-hmm. regular school going to wrestling school. Well, you were so, technically at a school, so you know. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's True. one story he he, he uh quietly r- reminds he he reminds me uh I I don't know where if we're in a in in a conversation he's like make sure you get your ass to school I'm like oh great thanks okay <laughs> but um so where do you see yourself going from here because now it's it, it, it's no secret I'm like we're all up in age now I'm like. So I'm 50, I'm 50 years old. Do you do you see yourself uh potentially getting a contract somewhere no. as a manager? No. Because because as a manager wise, it would work out for you because be being older, like as far as in ring wise, they are gonna want to look for younger talent. So I, I see being a manager, it would almost fit maybe a row somewhere, whether it's uh, maybe Impact, Ring of Honor. I'm not going to say WWE or, 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 or AEW, but somewhere like a smaller, like uh, like Major League Wrestling, something like that. Okay, in all honesty, it's never been my goal to get signed anywhere. I do this for fun. I do this. I'm very passionate about it, and I like working wherever I can, but I'm not looking to get signed. Not to say if anyone said, here's a contract, you know, obviously I'd take it, but I'm not looking to sign for Impact or Ring of Honor or anything like that. I do this for fun. I do this because I enjoy it. I do it because it's my passion. Now, yeah. that being that being said, as I'm getting older in age, I know that I won't be able to move around as much as I'm a, as a, a manager. But there's two two other things that I can uh, do as you, you can be a referee for like forever. I mean, the old time refs in the WWF, they did mm-hmm. it for like years and years and years. You don't have to like move around that much. Number one. Yeah. Number two, I know that in DCW that eventually I. Uh, I, I can't – my character has been played out. Eventually, I'm going to be doing some more work in the back. So I want to I, contribute. I, I, I want to honestly, contribute. As a manager, role, mm-hmm. I can see you transitioning over mm-hmm. to doing live commentary and still playing your heel manager role but on commentary. You know, it's funny because that's something I've never done yet, but I would be. Lo- I would like to do that. I am curious. I did like a taste of it here and there, but I've never done commentary. But I would like to give that a shot. I think that would be cool. But – I'd also like to to help out the new guys, you know, coming out, like with what I've learned as a referee as a manager. I still try to help out here and there, not not as much as like the people I know. I look at their so matches and say, okay, this was good, this was bad. Almost like an agent in the back. Yeah, almost like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. what? Yeah, honestly, one of the things I'm most proud of uh, right now is uh, there's this guy, there's this manager. He goes by the name Dustin Wilson, and yes, I don't I'm know if you're with him. Yeah, he manages Killing McMurphy, and that guy is just. He's tremendous. He's tremendous. Exactly. And I've told him this to his face, how much I hate and despise him because he's so much better than me. But on the plus (laughs) side, 
on the plus side, he said that he learned, he took what I did and he just went with it and made it his own. So he did what I did when I managed like JJ Cruz and he does it with Killing Murphy now. So he's taken it and gone to the next level. And that's what I'm, I'm very proud of that, that he looks at me as like inspiration. So God, God uh, bless him. So I've yeah, been watching their stuff since I, since I met him. Dustin mm-hmm. is doing good things and big things. Mm-hmm. You know what they have going with him and Killian and, mm-hmm. I think it's like three other guys. Miles Millennium. The, the, the goons, I think they, they got. Yeah, Miles the Millennium, like, Robbie Radke, and uh, who else? AJ, uh, AK Willis. AK Willis. Yep. And like, I trained, What they have going with is great. I trained great. with all of these guys, so I know they're decent human beings, and they're good workers, and they had good training. So I know all those guys, AK Willis, Dustin Wilson, Killian McMurphy, uh, also Jason Andrews, all, all those guys I mentioned, they're all going to go far. They're all going to go. Oh, 100%. I, I see that. I, yeah. I keep pushing Jason Andrews to the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the tag with him at Work Rate Entertainment for Kekoa, mm-hmm. um, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Never worked with the kid. Showed mm-hmm. up at Super Crazy, the Super Crazy show he's talking about. Showed up there, and I was like, "Hey, we're tagging. We're going to cut a promo for the show." He goes, "Yeah, what are we going to talk about?" I'm like, "I don't know. We're winging it. We're not working this out. We're going to wing this promo. Have no clue." And it was hilarious. I said it to Keiko, and he's just like, he was so scared of you in the promo. I'm like, well, he's a face. I'm a heel. I've done some things in your shows that are not very mm-hmm. fan-friendly, mm-hmm. but it worked. Um, mm-hmm. But no, like, I, I enjoy watching their stuff. Um, they also have, Dustin also manages a uh, guy that does a Canadian gimmick. Uh, I know who you're talking about. He used to. Uh, Jesus, I forget his name. I'm so embarrassed. But he, you I know, know you're talking about. He retired. He retired. I know you're talking about the, the short kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, he retired. It, it's a shame he retired recently because I don't know because of COVID or whatever. I know exactly who you're talking about, and I could probably shit if if, if you give me a minute, I can look him up on Facebook because I he's a friend of mine on Facebook. I know who he is. Uh, I'm very embarrassed. I don't know his name. Uh, I'm drawing a blank because I had him on Defcon for wrestling. Is he from Delaware? He yes, he Delaware? is from Delaware. Was and... he something zero? No, no, no. And I should know his name because and I thought he was super talented. And I'm looking. Oh, let me look up mutual. What is it? What is his name? Uh, you, you see what I'm talking about, Shio? We forget names. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, while, while you're looking that up, too, but at the same time, um, do you have all your cheap plugs right now you want to get out uh if you want to yes let me go to page three of my cheap plugs here we go um (laughs) the floor is yours sir well thank you uh let's see dover comic-con saturday august 14th 10 a.m to 4 p.m dcw dynamite championship wrestling has a booth there uh various dcw stars are going to be there to sign autographs and posters pictures all for free the comic-con is free it's located in downtown dover by the legislative mall uh, not sure where there is, but there will be plenty of places. I'm sure there will be signs where you can find it. Myself, I'll be at the Comic-Con. I'm overseeing the contract signing for the main event of the September 18th uh, Dynamite Championship Wrestling Show. Uh, Dirty Sunny Deeds, he's coming out of retirement. Even though I, I was in a, a match, he was supposed to have been done with DCW, but I got overruled. That's a long story. Uh, he ch- he's the challenger. He challenges the champion, the heavyweight champion of DCW, the Honorable RGP. Uh, who is a, a straight shooter guy, good guy. Oh, uh, I can't, say enough, can't say enough things, good things about him. He's uh, honest, honest as the day is long, never cheats. Super, super cool, awesome. 
Uh, everything I can say about him, I'll say good about him. Uh, for more information, you can go to DCWProWrestling.com or the DCW Wrestling page on Facebook. Uh, let's see. So September 18th is the next DCW live show. And my last cheap plug, or not so cheap plug, September 4th uh, in United Wrestling Coalition, I manage Adonis Valerio in the uh, <coughs> main event. Thank you. As as he challenges, yeah. As he challenges the UWC heavyweight champion, Chop Daddy Biggie Biggs, and Biggie Biggs has been around forever, so you mm-hmm. know he's he's a good worker. He's Hardest the best. Chop I ever took. I got chopped at his last show. It hurt. It hurt like heck. And I gotta tell you, you don't want to get chopped by Biggie Biggs. But uh, they're also having the Wrights Town Rumble there, and whoever wins yeah. the Rumble in the UWC gets the title shot of any any title they want. So for more information that, go to UWC on Facebook. They have two pages, UWC The Fan Cave and UWC United Wrestling Coalition. And those are all my plugs. Sweet. One last question I have for you. Now, Only when, one. You're, when, when, when you're managing, yes. do you go by your name or do you have a gimmick name? I'm glad you asked. I, my gimmick name is Craig Z List as when, oh, when I manage. Yeah. Now, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, granted, I do have a Craig Z List Facebook page. I never use it. Don't, don't, uh, don't message me on that. I don't use it at all. <laughs> now, in, D- in DCW, I go by – I did go by Craigslist for a little while, but in DCW, I am Mr. Craig Prendergast, the honorable DCW heavy, DCW president, Mr. Craig Prendergast. So if anyone wants to book me as a manager or referee, I can't stress this enough. Not as a wrestler. Repeat, not as a wrestler. I cannot do that. But if you want to book me as a referee or a manager, look for me on my Facebook page, Craig Prendergast, and the spelling's like right on the screen there. It's Craig Prendergast. You can look for me. I'm always willing to – entertain uh, offers if i'm available okay sweet sweet thank you very much for uh coming on i really appreciate uh, appreciate this uh we 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 known each other for so long uh and it was a pleasure sharing locker rooms with you uh and uh, like i said uh you're welcome to stick around as we get into our other conversations and uh i'm just gonna um oh, i'm sorry pat i got a curse we're gonna shoot the shit Oh, you cursed. Bad word. Bad word. Bad word. Bad word. Bad word. We're going to shoot. You're going to hear it now, GL. It's, 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 it's correctly said shoot the. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to shoot the duty for Pat. There you go. Uh, and, and I'm going to turn this. Uh, the man who's going to kick this off will be Dennis Reaper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're the Darn. guy now. You're the. I'm like, I have a list of of stuff we could talk about, but it's probably the same stuff you probably already have in store. It's the, stu- it's the stuff that I shared in the group chat because this is the top stuff that's been going on in wrestling the past week. Okay, so well, you, you let's, know what the, let's just you know what? start off with first off, uh, thoughts and prayers, um, out to a bunch of st- legends that have passed away and literally in the past 24 hours, um. I, I'm still dumbfounded about today. Yes. If anything, like mind blown. I didn't know much actually, about the other day. The other actually, day, but T, today's T didn't blew even my know mind. about it. T did not even know about today until I told him in the car on the way here. Uh, yeah. So uh, everyone, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna ask us. Don't say anything. We're just gonna give a a ten seconds moment of silence in honor of uh, the assassin Jody Hamilton, as well as beautiful Bobby Eaton. Okay. And our 10 seconds will start now. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, you know, if I had the sound effects queued up, I would have had the 10 bell going as well. I heard it. Well, in my yeah. Head. Like, yeah. Dude, I woke up this morning. I went to work. And I mean, I'm in the middle of building one of our vans that just bought for me and another coworker. And one of my guys comes up and goes, Hey, did you see what happened? And I'm like, No, what? Well, he goes, It's a wrestling thing happened. Apparently, some Hall of Famer legend dude Ted died. And I'm like, What? My phone isn't even going off because usually at this point, our group chat that we have for wrestling would be going through the roof. Um, and I didn't hear nothing. And then I went on the internet and my, I'm just like, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, what? Haven't heard anything bad. Like I thought the dude was in somewhat good health. I knew he had, he had some things going on. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I know, I know the one time he went, he went missing. Yeah. And a bunch of people went and located them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and didn't, his wife die a month, didn't his wife die a month ago? I think so. Yeah, and I'll but say you, it if this if this if that's what it was it was a broken heart. You he see that a lot with you see that a lot with married couples like when one dies another passes like soon after. So that must be that they really really loved each other. Especially you know? especially I think him and his wife were together for like the longest I've ever I think a lot of wrestling wives do because in this doing what we do is hard for us to be staying in relationships and then the last long oh, yeah. and if they do. You have legit the best woman in the world. Um, but so I, I just wanted to get that out there in the open because those two things happen literally within a 24 hour window in wrestling. Yeah, um, and with jo- and, and with and with Jody, he was he oh, he was up there. He was like he was 82. He passed away on Tuesday, and and uh, it, it was put out on Facebook by uh, uh, his son Joe ha- ha- Hamilton Jr. For you that don't know, that's uh, Nick Patrick. Yep. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That, that, was, that. that was Jody Hamilton's uh, son, and uh, wow, and and uh, he, he he was uh he was like one of the head trainers at uh at the power plant in WCW, and he had a strong influence with a lot of the wrestlers we see today. <sighs> well, that's how you know you leave a legacy when you have. Uh when you've influenced other people and they remember you and you just take their training and go with it and influence other people. So that's not, that's yeah. how you live forever. That's how you live forever. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, like pro pro wrestling is like, depending on who, who your trainer is and who trained mm-hmm. them and who trained them. Mm-hmm. It's like you have another family tree other than your biological one. Yep. You have a wrestling family tree, a legacy that that's being passed down and, and, and no lie. I actually did mine the one time, my 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 wrestling fa- family tree, and I was like shocked and amazed. I'm like, okay, I never met these guys, but these are guys I watched, these guys I heard of, these guys I respected, and for their legacy to pass down from one to another, then finally get to me, I'm like, holy crap! I'm like, I'm like, and, and like I said, I have this this info, I have it saved, I have it written down of like I said, my wrestling family tree. And I think one day I'm gonna actually put put it up on the website of of that lineage. So I wish there was an app where you could like find that out because that sounds really cool. I wish well, I could do that. Well, like you could do almost do that like on um Ancestries. Um, well, no, no, I mean I mean oh, like, for uh it. for wrestling. Like um like you can do it like almost like um Wikipedia almost somewhat. Cause like uh like I like I was trained by Jeff Ripley and Damian Kane. They both were trained by uh, Damian was trained by Kowalski, and I followed that breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and and Gripley was trained by Larry Sharp, and I followed that 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 breadcrumb of who trained them, and so on and so on. So it, it went like that, and it was like a nice long list of of talent that I watched and I respected. So, so but, let's uh, you know, besides that, you know, earth shattering, you know, heart stopping, breaking your heart, because you know, yeah. and the two biggest. Three biggest groups in, in professional wrestling was the Four Horsemen, anything that he touched, and you know the Hart Foundation. So those, you know, those three right there is stuff that I knew about. So when I heard that this morning, I didn't, I didn't really know how to react. I still don't know how to react to it. Um, but Craig, I wanna, I'm going to start with you on this one. Okay. What was your reaction? Not only with hearing Ric Flair being released by WWE, and for the reasons why. What was your reaction to hearing Bray Wyatt was no longer part of the WWE? On top of his girlfriend, fiance, his child, child's mother being released without anybody even knowing. Uh, they're doing all this what? stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're doing all this stuff. They're, they say it's they say it's cost cutting measures, but there's got to be more to it than that. Because why would you release Bray Wyatt, who's so super talented and so super creative? And JoJo, yeah, I know they released her a few a few years. ago a few months ago, but why would you release him? Why would you release Braun Strowman? Why would you release all these guys? I don't see the logic in it. They were still drawing. They're still draws. They could still yeah. have made you money. I don't buy that as a cost-cutting measure. It's got to be some other reason, in my opinion. Oh, now, in the original, uh, from, from from what I heard the first time before they start putting out the, the, the budget cut things, I heard a rumor that it was due to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I heard, and right. then I heard about the budget cuts. So, like, okay, which is it, though? I, I also, honestly, uh, I honestly think Bray Wyatt's was honestly a mental thing. You know, he was dealing with some demons, and he needed time away. And I think honestly, he asked for his release. I don't think they fired him. I think honestly, he said, "Look, I need to go home." I can believe that. I believe that. I can believe that. But I, because I also. I saw that I was reading an art, a few articles that said that him and Vince's relationship was hot and cold, and that uh, he didn't like the. He wasn't entirely thrilled about uh, the direction of the way they wanted his character to go. It wasn't to his liking. So I read that there was some creative issues there too. Well, here's the thing. All right, here's something I heard. There's like two people they hired for corporate, not working talents. I don't know their names. I was trying to Google their names right now. That way I don't seem like an idiot. But uh, there's two people they hired that are strategically for marketing and things of that nature that have nothing to do with professional wrestling. Welcome to WWE. And those are the people that are probably responsible for Bray Wyatt's release. Um, I was trying to find it, like, real quick. I was doodling through my phone, but I, I wanted to chime in. It, it, you know, Bray has issues, especially with, with his friend and everything passing away and things of that yep. nature. But, uh, number one, that's a fucking money loss. The dude mm-hmm. is top five earners. Top five. Not not ten. Top five. Top five earners yep. in the company. And you going to say, hey, bye-bye. That's uncommon like Vince. Because no. if you bring Vince money... He's keeping you. 
Yeah, and he was again. super, super, super creative. Oh my god, and, and that's and, the thing. Recreating it's, himself. It's his yes men's around him that that do everything that that just fuck everything up. Honestly, I'm sorry. I have to say the f word. They they just mess everything up. Like for real, it's two people that have nothing to do with wrestling. Period. Oh, they I got agree. rid of him. I, and again, I honestly, I believe one hundred percent that you he was like that, 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 that Nick Khan guy, the the new guy. He got out there just there. It is. Just, That's one of the guys. Dump, he's dumping people. Like crazy. yeah, dump, that, here's the thing. Yeah, Ron, and, 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 nothing like look, Tony Khan is firing people. Tony here's is firing thing. people. Nick is firing people. Remember that. Again, here, <laughs> I, I get. I see where you're saying it. You know, there is people that are hired. But Vince is a publicly traded company, and there's a board of directors. If they say, "Hey, look, they're not making making us money," they need to go. Vince can't. Vince has to do what they say. And, uh, Unfortunately, and that's that, the shit. Also, part. Vince has a higher chair. He could be like, "Hey, kick rocks," and he can't. And, uh, no, legally, he can't do it at all. He has to listen to the board. He has the little. He has power, but he doesn't have that kind of power. Because here's the deal: Fox uh, is in charge of uh, SmackDown. They do what Vince does, whatever Fox wants. Vince is doing whatever, whatever the network's doing. He sold the network to Peacock. Look how shitty it is. Okay. Everybody was wondering what was that Kev Nash, Scott Hall moment. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. We thought it was 100%. CM Punk. We thought it was CM Punk last week. Now they're getting Bray, Brian Danielson, probably Ruby Soho now. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. Again, uh, do know, I really believe AEW is getting these guys? No. But did you see the tease that they did when they had yes. the Elite backstage? Oh, with all, is that what you're referencing? Flair and everybody's gear. And Which did you made see me the, laugh. You see the Cookie Monster shirt. You know what that's supposed yeah, to represent? That's CM Punk. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's CM Punk. But, but realistically, I really honestly think it, Bray asked for his release because he's dealing with some demons, you know. We all know Brody was one of his best friends, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody doing what happened. I think he honestly went to Vince and said, look, I love you. I agree. But I need I to back off because I am not mentally stable to be here. Is he in the best shape of his life? Absolutely. Yeah. The photo the just came out. Yeah. He, yeah. Is, he is in phenomenal shape. Again, I honestly think he has to be released because of mental health on top of his woman being released. I don't think that helped Vince's case in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I think he has two um, kids with JoJo, doesn't he? Yes, he has two kids. Yeah. I think she. Yeah. I think she's having. The, I think she just had the second one. Oh, okay. So that makes you want to stay home because you're having yeah. your second child. You're on yeah. the road all the time. Here's what I love about Bray Wyatt. Vince did not pay for any of the new gear. He built. He paid for that himself. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we know that is because the guy that made the mask was very, very upfront about that. Mm-hmm. This money did not come from WWE. This money that paid for the mask was from Bray Wyatt. Yep. Vince had to pay Bray Wyatt all the money on those knock all, all the knockoff masks because so, Bray owned it. So, are you saying that since the WWE didn't pay for that mask, he could take that mask to AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, whatever, and make money yes, off of it? Yes. There you go. It's yes. He, he owns it. TW title. Mm-hmm. Which I still love that effing title. I. You know, just saying. So, with all that going on, a lot of people hate a very strong female re- where a wrestler and a UFC fighter named Ronda Rousey. 
and I love Rhonda because she posted on the internet. She goes, if you see the, if you, if I've seen you, you same fans chanting, we won Bray, we want Wyatt last night chanting, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If WWE treated him like he was an expandable, it's because of you ungrateful idiots and did it first. And I agree 100% with her on this one. 1, She's not wrong. She's not wrong. No, not at all. Not at all. Because <laughs> what was it? It was Sheamus versus Cesaro, and they were chanting, this is boring, and it was a phenomenal match. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Fans like the hijack shows. I get it. They paid to do it. Go ahead and do it. But when guys get released, I don't want to hear you bitch about it. I really don't. Ever. Well, the internet, the internet wrestling community has become more and more toxic as I think people have had more time home because of the pandemic because yeah, it gives them more they, time to bitch and complain. They think they're part of the show. They, they, they not, not, not. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that because they are part of the show. Yeah. They think they own the show. They no, because it goes part of the show and selling tickets. They think they're backstage with us. They think yeah. they're in the know-how of everything. They're mm-hmm. not. They're no. They right. need to understand that you pay for them tickets. You could be as boisterous and loud as possible. You yep. could boo and cheer everything you come. But what we handle back here is us, plain mm-hmm. yes. us. You have nothing to say to it. Nothing. If we release somebody, it's because reasons. Mm-hmm. They may not be there. They want to go somewhere. Maybe they want to try a new career. Who the hell knows? Not your not your judgment to say, what are you doing with this person? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, no, I exactly. agree 100% with you. Which leads me to the next person that decided to make a, you know, a rebuttal about, about a lot of about the releases and people taking shots at WWE with, oh, they never had opportunities and chances. And I'm talking about uh, Mr. Breeze himself. I, I seen know. that. I read that earlier. Which was a which what he said again? Another person nailed it on the goddamn head. He and gets he, it. He gets it. Well, did, did, Craig, did you see what he wrote at all or no? Uh, I did. I don't remember specifically, but I remember reading it and said, "Yes, he understands the business. He knows how this works. He knows yep, how this works." So, mm-hmm. I don't know if I know. I don't know if you saw it, Mike or any of the listeners you're, saw it. So you're what basically I'm, on a casting call. You was yeah. Saying, mm-hmm. you know, so it's exactly. Full, this is mm-hmm. fully quoted from from um, Tyler Breeze. He goes, I hate pe- when people are like, I was never given an opportunity. I was never given a chance. I was held down. That's the whole separate conversation, but that's such an excuse of you. You don't know what you signed up for. We signed a piece of paper for a certain amount of money to sit on a be- on a bench and get used if we get used. Mm-hmm. If they choose to not use you, it doesn't mean I can go on social media and bitch and complain and go, I'm getting held down. Nope. If you're not okay with that, then quit your job. That's what this is. This that's what it what this is. It's a casting call. Sometimes they need you, sometimes they don't. It's always a roller coaster. You're gonna get used, but you can't just you um but you can't stay at the top forever. You're gonna you're going to get cycled out. People are so entitled that they're like, I should have gotten this, you deserve this. None of no, none of us deserve anything. We are very lucky to be a part of it. We are very lucky to get an opportunity. If if that opportunity comes, you better be ready and nail it. And you might get more opportunities. To, um, that's the goddamn burps. Part of me. That's the weird <laughs> culture going on. One hundred percent correct. Like, look, I love being a professional wrestler. 
You know how many times I can count on numerous times I've gotten to a show that I was booked on, and they go, hey, by the way, your opponent backed out. I don't have anything for you. The first words out of my mouth are, what do you need me to do then today? Do you need me to do anything? A ref, ring announce. I help produce matches now backstage. I've done everything in wrestling but manage and ring announce. I've done everything. You know, so I get it. We all get it. We understand that this is a movie. This is a TV show. We are part of the script. Everyone has the part to play. Everyone has the part to play. And and I'm loving how there's, you know, everybody loves Tyler Breeze. Everybody loved Ronda Rousey. But then they hate her when she came there. They hate Tyler Breeze when he opens his mouth. But it's, you have all these people trying to bash every company. Oh, AEW does this and WWE does this. Who gives a shit what they do compared to them? Who releases who? Yes, AEW is hiring people like crazy. Here's their downfall. Everybody can love it all they want. But what happened to the main top guys? Yes, they have all these new shows coming on. Whoopie do. I get it. But again, you have all these people you started with, and now you're bringing all the WWE guys. Now Christian's getting a title opportunity. Okay, great. You're five and zero, but there's like guys that, that have been on, there's guys on your roster that haven't lost since they started there and haven't had a main shot at any titles. They haven't had any mainstream media, but because you're Christian, you're gonna get it. And I get it. We all know why Adam um, Hangman Page is taken off TV. He's about to have a baby. So we're going to write you off to go be with your family and be with your child. Absolutely. I respect Tony Khan for that decision. Do I think Adam Page deserved a better opportunity on a big pay-per-view? 100%. Not on the way they I, did. I, I think he deserved I, a bigger I, shot. I, th- I think I he'll, get I, it I think he'll happen on his return. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely going to get it. But I don't think it's going to be against Omega. That, but that's the money, though. That's, that's I know that's the money. Get, like you, that's you the, built that's it the, up. That's where I'm getting at. You're, you're, that's where I'm getting at. He's going to come back and it's, get a title it's opportunity. Start with and it's not else. It, it's, yes, and it's going to it's going to suck. It's going to tease. Okay, I, in, in the beginning, what's going to happen is it's going to tease him for Omega, but it's going to take a right. slight detour. And go in with a program with somebody else, and eventually come back to Omega. Uh, work its way up, basically. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, I'm gonna like I said, the the whole initial thing is when he gets there, when he does the comeback, they're gonna tease it in the beginning, but it's not gonna happen right away. I'm gonna chime in with something, an opinion of AEW that I know a lot of people yeah. like to. I'm gonna use a bad word, like to shit on it. I love AEW because I can sense how much fun. And how enjoyable the wrestlers—they seem to be enjoying themselves, and it bleeds through to their product. Yeah, they look happy. They look like they're enjoying themselves, and it bleeds through to the fans. The fans can sense their enjoyment, and I sense the enjoyment of everyone, and it makes me happy. And God knows the world is lousy enough. AEW makes me smile. I've said that a lot. I love watching AEW. And 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 honestly, just like out here on the indies, there there's uh, maybe a select handful of indies that you are happy to go work for. And then there's ones you're like miserable because you're only there for the booking and that's it, you know? So, but yeah, for, 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 for the guys that have that platform on, on, on a major, for a major company on, 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 on major television that's, that's broadcasted everywhere and you're out there having fun. 
Yo, that's big up, so I'm like, you're, and, and, and you're getting paid to do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, true. Look, I love AEW. Like, and I love WWE. I love Impact. I love ROA. I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, people yell at me for cursing on here, but it's, you know, and how I talk to the trainees that I have and yell at them, but it's the passion that I have. If I don't think they're taking it serious, I'm going to rip into you because that's how mm-hmm. I was for me. If I didn't take training serious, I was belittled like there was no effing tomorrow. And if you can't handle it in 2021, there's the fucking door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. I don't give a shit if I make someone cry. I might have made someone quit right now, but I don't care. When you don't come, I I know the one time old dog he yelled at me for yelling at the uh for everyone. Yeah, old dog yelled at you very loud. I was there for that day. It's only because no one came with their music. Everyone wants me to download, carry your shit on flash drives. You know, back in the day, we had to carry CDs or tapes or whatever. Yes, carry a flash drive because we. You know how it was. That was so annoying that I always had to like. I would get a CD, I would download it and burn my music onto it, give it to a show, and the next thing you know, is the people leave and go, "Oh, we forgot to give it back to you." Yeah, or they lost it or something. That's how I lost how do you my lose my CD. CD. <laughs> <laughs> but it just got came out. So, I remember <laughs> on the whole AEW WWE battle and everything like that. With like I said, within the past in the past like four days, like everybody is dropping stuff on Twitter on like whether gotta, it's from like younger guys, but Chris I Jericho. This, I gotta jump on this about the whole AEW and WWE. Yeah. Like uh do 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 anybody see Adam Cole jumping? Because no. uh because his original contract expired Back at 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 a, at a, the Great American Bash. No, but, it expires but, in SummerSlam. I I know, I know he, it. He extended it for several weeks at the end of August. So yeah, you're right. It's gonna end after SummerSlam. But do you see him resigning? Or I see him resigning. They treat him very well. They treat him very well. Yeah, I don't see There's, I don't see that at all. Okay, so I that's Sean's boy right there. So here's my here's how I see it. Do I see him jumping ship? No, but can I see it? I, like I'm fifty per fifty on this one because he doesn't really post many pictures with anybody from the Fed, but he'll post photos and do all types of things with everybody from AEW. So I do. That's why I'm like I'm stuck here in the in between because like would I like to see him go against Omega and all them? Absolutely, because I'm gonna definitely you're gonna see matches that you never would have thought of. You never, you wouldn't expect, you you know, you're never gonna see Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. You're never gonna see Adam Cole versus, you know, Bray right, Wyatt. Right, right. You know, CM Punk. And if they do bring CM Punk and Daniel Bryan over to AEW, and Adam Cole does leave and go there, those are the matches you want. That's mm-hmm. the matches I want to pay to see. And I don't care if I gotta pay to pop, watch the pay per view. I'm gonna pay to watch it because of who it is. Because those are guys we all know have known each other for years. That's why, like, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk's matches were good. That's why Omega and all these guys can go out there and face each other, and you know you're going to get a top 10 match no matter what. I I see negotiations going like this. Uh, they want him to resign. They don't want him to go to AEW. They're going to um, have to give him the world. No, no, well, here, 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 that's what, that's what, that's what exactly what I was but, going but, to. But, but here's what I see, though. Here, here's what I see in the in the negotiations. Uh, 
wrestlers when they when they go to the main roster sometimes they do good or they really don't uh i could see him asking for more money to stay in NXT to stay in NXT or if they want to bring up bring him up to a um to to the main roster He's gonna have to ask for more creative control of himself. No, Vince will never do it. I want to see him brought up to the main roster just for all the different uh, matchups he can have. Just because I think he's yeah. played out in NXT, I don't think they're gonna. Oh let him yeah, go. they're not gonna no. let him go because he's too valuable. He needs to be bumped up to the main now, roster. Now, this is how now, go. the only way the, the the only way I see that happen him going going to the main roster with a little bit of more money, he's gonna have Sean and Triple H in his ear. Because right now they are babying him in NXT. That's his boy. That that's their boy. They take care of him. And that's mini, mini HBK two point yeah, Basically, you know. look, basically. Here's how I see it going down in the negotiations. They're gonna be like, "Look, what do we got to do to keep you here?" All right, great. This is what I want, and I also want fifty percent of my merchandise because I'm gonna be your. T- you bring me to the main roster, I'm gonna become your right. top selling guy on your roster for merchandise, like Dennis. legit. Back yeah, by popular dad. demand. I'm watching this. Like, I'm literally watching gold Adam Cole Bay shirt. Like, oh, exactly. And and like, just the matches you could think of if he goes to the main roster. It's like, not, oh, my it's, God. Yeah, <laughs> it's, nothing has to do with matches, okay? Just like him versus Cesaro. Nothing has to do with matches. Nothing has to do with matches, okay? Just a if I'm deal. Vince McMahon, I'm looking at it as a dollar sign. What am I going to do to get you to stay here? I have to give you the fucking world. Because we know Tony Khan has billions of dollars to throw out the door right now, okay? He has a t-shirt company. You know, the Young Bucks and all them with Pro Wrestling Tee. All those workers are making 40 to 50% on their merchandise shirts. What does Vince got to do to keep Adam Cole there? And that's not going to be anything with creative because Vince is never going to give that to them. Sorry. Vince Vince is not going to because you all shit the bed. No offense on WWE programming because the networks are in charge, mm-hmm. um, and they want a certain thing. Vince will never give you creative control, now, but now if he will if, absolutely give you more if, money and fifty percent of merchandise, one hundred percent. I hate, I, 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 I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but uh, if we ever see the passing of Vince and just how Punk said about how it's going to be taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus his son-in-law. son-in-law. So, uh, <laughs> do you... Do you <laughs> the do fact you, that we all remember that pipeline yeah. those quotes is great. You know, you know when he passes, people are going to be playing that clip all over the place. As soon as he passes, they're going to be playing oh, absolutely. Do you think? Do you think with them in charge, you think they would give talent more freedom yes 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 a new a new regime yes yes yeah. so, I, uh, so, and not not so, stephanie no so it would stephanie, have to take... she would not have anything and say stephanie is going to stay back backstage not even at the at the venue she's going to do all the pr marketing B shit. All the work. and hunter and Shawn michaels and shane are going to take over everything because shane has already worked in the film industry with dvd distributions and all that crap so shane has that wrapped up Stephanie is a marketing whiz, okay? And people don't know that. Look up what Stephanie McMahon has done in 
for women and 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 marketing and all this stuff, and you're going to be oh yeah, she's done lots of great she's stuff. She's a she's a she is smart as hell. And he, and yes, CJ, you're right. Main roster every time an NXT NXT star comes up, the reader give, don't give a shit. It's not the reader. I don't know what the reader is, but there's a reason why no one gives a shit. Because here's the thing: you come up from NXT to the main roster, you're a nobody on that roster. You're new. It, you're fra- it's like going from middle school to high school, college to NFL. Yeah. You know, <laughs> minor league baseball yeah. to the pros. No one absolutely. Cares. You yeah. have to earn the respect of the main roster fans. You have to earn the respect of those main roster guys, and you have to sure as hell earn the respect of the producers that are making your matches happen. Yes, you know what? If Adam Cole comes up in the main roster, can he win them all over instantly? He can win the fans over. He can go out no. there and do a bunch of bunch of fancy moves and matches. Absolutely, speaking, not speaking instantly. Roster, not instantly. Speaking of the main main roster with uh with guys coming up and stuff, uh, what do you think of the whole uh? Flip-flop situation of uh of uh carrying cross carrying cross wait uh he did the job for Jeff Hardy then he goes over on on uh on uh um, Keith Lee, Lee Lee and then Lee just picked up the the W this week so it's like yeah it goes back to doing? that they do that 50-50 booking that it's like they want to keep everyone on an even par, but that's not how you build stars. You need someone to gain momentum and get over. So if you're just yes. going to keep him 50-50, he's not going to get over. And by the way, as an aside, what happened to uh, Scarlett? Where's his I wife? I think she's hurt. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if she's hurt or not, but all I know is she she just disappeared as far as I know. carrying from here to here. Like, mm-hmm. they need to be together. That's like this but, era's Macho Man, Randy Savage, Elizabeth, Scary, Sensational Sherry type deal. I uh, yes, but again, you know what it comes down to? The network, no, not the WWE man. network. The network that is paying Vince to put it on the TV. No, not Peacock at all. What net? Oh, what channel is uh, is wrong? Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, NBC. That all yeah. comes down to Fox. Fox, Fox for SmackDown, yeah. and on then the, USA on and USA. Yeah, okay. They're I, the I ones that are pulling that punch. That's what's I, keeping her off the TV. I watch Peacock. Well, don't matter because NXT is on Peacock. Yeah, ba- <laughs> basically, yeah. Like NBC owns NXT for the next five years. Well, and and just and and just uh, recently, the last two weeks, uh, NXT been been being playing on the Sci-Fi Channel. In fact, it's not. Well, it's because of the Olympics. But yeah, that's because of the yeah. Olympics. So that's hurting. It's them. Universal. Universal, Universal NBC, some shit like that. Anyway, which way? But that, yeah. but that's what it comes down to is that she is her character. Okay, <clears throat> is a domino domino matrix or how you pronounce that? Dominatrix. That's what her role is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Dominos. don't want that on national television. I'm sorry. Not, not that I know what one is. I've never heard of it. Like, like mm-hmm. I looked into what her <laughs> character is. Like, and I get it. Like, I get her role. Mm-hmm. She is in charge. Of, she is the person in charge of carrying. But the roster is 100% more kids show. Does anybody remember the last time WWE had a a dominatrix on Luna on on TV? I would say Luna. 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 Other than Luna. Luna. Uh, Scary. Scary was a dominatrix. I don't care. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. That that, 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 that tag. No, no. As well. 
Wait, there was that tag team with the the tall black chick with the whip. She was like yes, beating them. That yes, that's the I forgot her name. Brothers. Fashion Brothers. Yeah, I don't know yes, what her name was. But yeah, her. I can't her. remember her name either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the last time. But I that's what I'm saying is. But that again, that was before the PG era. Now we're in the PG mm-hmm. era events. Those TV companies, no. NBC is different because of the shows NBC shows, mm-hmm. and the and the stuff that they provide on their on their channel. That's why it's a little different for NXT because NXT, they know that's what it's there. So, Dennis, I have a question for you because okay. lately, watching Raw, watching SmackDown, there have been, you know, I'm sure accidental. Uh, they've they've gotten they've gotten cut. There's been color. They yeah. haven't pu- they haven't pulled away from it. They've I've I've seen them actually focusing on it. Is the network allowing it, or do they just don't I care? Think, what I what do you think your opinion is? I think the TV networks are allowing that because it's real. It's real life. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think they're trying to. The reason again they're allowing that is because you can you can get busted open anywhere in the day's life. I, but they're I think trying to keep certain things away from the kids' eyes. I think that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. You can go watch a Disney movie and someone bleeds. You yeah, know? but do you, do you remember when WWE used to cut away from that when someone got cut when someone was bleeding yeah. and it was accidental? They yep, just cut Vince, away because Vince thought it was bad for business, but it was great mm-hmm. for business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you know? uh, I think the networks are look. Sure. Are, 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 are looking at the ratings part of like how yes. many people are tuning in during that segment when that's mm-hmm. happening. And does it get, is it getting the people to talk? Nia Jax getting busted open. The internet yeah. exploded about it. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, and I didn't even yeah. watch the match. I don't yes, even, again, now, I love Nia Jax, ratings, person, but can't stand the matches. Now, speaking of uh, the rating and, and uh, injuries, we were talking about this on the ride over in the car. About uh um from Natalia FT, no from FTR with his arm. Oh, uh, it, it got impaled yeah, on the post. It got impaled on, on the hook. The Cash corner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and they showed the skin. Like yeah. Doing it was. Uh, I'm like uh, ill. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that was nasty. Yeah. yeah. I was like because ah! someone put the hook up the wrong goddamn way. It, well, the, the 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 fact of the matter is, I always I always hated the hooks that 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 kind of. I always like. The, the the eyes where uh, well the the jaws where you can put the screw in mm-hmm. I always liked I I preferred that always no matter what I I felt like that was always safer regardless mm-hmm. that's just me so, but but yeah uh for them to reshow that on TV the other night that that part there I'm like that was a little bit shy I'm like hold up why are they showing uh, okay it's all right they can describe it but that. You know, seeing that, you but know, it, uh, that, that's a whole different dynamic. That, that's yeah. not Vince McMahon. Why. You know, oh, yeah. here's why. You know, that's Turner and Con when it's again, doing, like you know, that's exactly like, what it is. And also, they didn't show nothing bad. They didn't really. They just showed the hook extending. That's why I freaked out because you saw the hook extending the skin, and I'm like, oh, as a medical professional. And me, I'm like, ah, fuck. That's yeah, over. Right. <laughs> my my opinion, my opinion is it's for shock value. They do it for shock value, but they show oh, it like, they show it in yeah, black and white. Like, it's like, oh, they're showing it in black and white. It must be really serious. I, I wonder what that is. <laughs> and also it can lead to an angle because they did a promo. It's like my remember they did the promo. It's like my partner, you almost lost his arm, and I'm coming for you, and blah blah. So they're gonna use that in yeah. storyline. Yeah. Real but, quick, and- that 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 Nia color, that was actually pretty cool because it wasn't it showed her face. I, I don't know. I enjoyed the color because you, you don't get that much color on mm. WWE programming. And nope. when you get busted open right. the hard way, it's either going to be, oh, God, what happened? 
Or, like Seamus with his nose, with his broken nose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my but, God, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good example. With, with her, it was, I think, around the eye area. Yeah, but it, like it, right, right around here. It, it accent half her face. It made it, I don't know, it felt good. It felt to me, I'm like, damn, if she, felt good. Just, <laughs> like if she could just rev up what? real fast before the take home for the other person and just anger and knock people down real fast because she's angry it would have done that color a whole lot but um she didn't but i love the color the color looked good on her i'm sorry it did well well some injuries don't need color going off of what dennis was about to say about natalia with the leg oh that you know that there which i thought it was a work yeah, which, that didn't, didn't which, even look that serious. It didn't look that well, serious. Well, after they played it, was, it back, yeah. but mm-hmm. after they played it back and I watched I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, that that is bad. It's like it, it was like it, it, it almost reminded me of the, the the way it bent of Sid when he came off the the what second rope landing. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Oh, oh. That was yeah, the worst sorry, guys. I see I see y'all cringing. Yeah. Yeah, so we've all seen that. It's a, it's our age range. It's like you, oh, you know, the sit injury. Ah, yeah, yeah, pop it back yeah. in, you'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, or just <laughs> pop it back in. Just tape it up or something. Jeez. Now, 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 there. Now, question is, what are they going to do now with Tamina and the tag straps? How long is Natalia out for? I'm not sure. That we I, don't uh, honestly uh, don't know. Uh, they, my, they they said it wasn't that uh, bad. They said well, it wasn't that bad. Most likely, they still might vacate them. I think it's a rolled ankle, mm-hmm. like a, a swollen, sprained ankle, more than anything. Because if it was that bad, they would have said that she's out. She needs For surgery who? and things of that nature. Natalia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she had surgery. Well, she, she did? Yeah. Yeah. TJ, he will. TJ. Her, her husband posted. Oh, my apologies, I didn't know. He's out uh, for the year. She's done for at least six. She's done for six to nine months. Oh, now, now she has. She, she. I think she tore her muscle and muscle or broke the ankle in half, and that's why they had to do surgery. Okay. She's done. Now, now that's it. They, they, for me, they got to have a tournament. Then they got to have a tournament. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. now, 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 for me, after watching Raw, I, I, I put this tweet out. I said. Let's see how smart WWE creative is. Now that Natalia is hurt and Tamina is defending the titles by herself, the most logical thing to do is to put Nia Jax with Tamina. Since it looks like Nia and Shayna are 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 heading uh for for Splitsville, you know. Yep. And there's some history there. Because I can see her being in a match trying to defend the tag titles by herself. And, and Nia comes know, out and makes a save. Exactly. She has no one to tag. Nia comes out, gets up on the apron, puts her hand it out. It makes sense. She's family. Yes. Yeah. That, and that, like I said, there's that, history there. Yeah, that's true. That and, that and way that, that way it'll give Shayna to go on a singles run again. Who who who's gonna to be mess with these two big girls in a ring as a tag team? Well, besides us, we have my hand. We have. I like them big. I like them big like that. Yeah. No, it's not that. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> it's not that at all. It's who would go against them? I'm not afraid of anybody. But but you know what I mean. Like it, it's a big get. They run rough shot, you know, and do their thing, and have some other tag team sweep them or whatever. 
you know, but uh, I know Nia's ne- supposed, Nia's supposed to Next thing you know, you're going to see Heyman trying to work both so. brands, SmackDown and Raw. Well, I'm going to manage the, uh, the uh, you know, the, the, the tribal girls over here on this side now. You tribal, know? The, the tribal whatever. girls. Well, well, here's tribal the thing girls, is, I, new tag team. Tribal I, girls. I, 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 can't, I can't call. I can't call to 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 Tamina Samoan, even though she is family. She's more of uh, Fiji. Yeah. Because her dad was from the 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 the, the Fiji, Fiji Islands. Islands. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, but they're all po- Polynesian. So they're all kind or, of or, the the or, island girls. What would you, you call the female version of USA? Was it USA or something like that? I don't know. Bro, I'm about to look it up. I'm to Google Who, it. Who said? But Usina. I have no idea. Uset. I don't know. You know what? I got. I. I you know. I. I know just a person to ask. I'm gonna have to ask Sam that question. Ask all, That's who I was gonna say. You, you're yeah. gonna just go ask the people yeah. that you you know personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh. But. But no. So there was all all that's going on, and then you know again, the man of the hour, you know, Mr. Chris Jericho. He got asked a question on the internet, and he had a response to it. Um, it was uh, Chris Jericho response to Vince McMahon saying that AEW is not competition for WWE. And Jericho's response was, well, what else is he going to say? You know, and to respond to that, we don't see WWE as competition, and he was smart to say that. We were not worried about what WWE is doing in WWE, and we haven't been since day one. We weren't worried about NXT. Well, what NXT did the whole time NXT and AEW war, which ended in a total um, omsault failure for NXT, which we all can agree, AEW was beating NXT. Yes, mm-hmm. NXT NXT had different viewer ratings because they have a different audience than AEW. AEW was still new, but AEW, in my opinion, was still producing somewhat better matches and better quality than what NXT was, and I love. I'm a huge NXT fan. If I have to watch WWE, I'd rather watch NXT over Raw and SmackDown. Um, but it does say, which ended in a total failure. We never once had a TV screen watching what they were doing. When we were doing it, now now WWE, the way is you're watching what the competition is doing. When they were on, we didn't do that, and it was no disrespect. We just didn't care. Now, we all know... <laughs> You know, Jericho can say whatever he wants. Do I believe there's just people in AEW that were watching WWE when AEW was on TV? Yes, I do. You can't say nobody on your company isn't watching what they're doing as yours is live on TV. Mm. I'm sorry. Because when whether, I helped, when I lived in they, Orlando. Whether they look, got monitors look, set up in the back, they still have phones. which They are, have you know, somebody watching. No, no, no. I believe that they're not... You know the head, the head guys like in Gorilla and all them. None of them give two shits, but they have somebody that they have being paid sitting somewhere watching what's going on and texting, <clears throat> "Hey, what you guys were about to do next week, WWE just did it," and they go like this, "Not doing it now." You know that's how I see it, and that's the same thing for WWE. They we all know WWE watches their competition. That's oh, that'd be stupid if they say not. Do I and agree to, that you right. know Vince saying that AEW isn't competition? Yes. And to add AEW, on to, to yep, add no on God. to that, to add on to that, uh, AEW's new show—I forget what it's called—Ravage or whatever the heck. Rampage. Rampage. Thank you. It's Rampage, on Friday yeah. nights, but it's not on at eight o'clock opposite SmackDown. It's on at ten o'clock after SmackDown. 
Yes, so and that's if, and that's so it's kind of smart, you know, because they they are not making the fans decide. They want the fans to watch SmackDown so they can yeah. enjoy wrestling. And then, hey, when you're done there, flip over and watch us. Mm-hmm. Look, right. Cody Rhodes right. has made it pretty clear. He goes, I want people to watch everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Except and I think Vince and them finally saw that with NXT and moved NXT off. Mm-hmm. I don't th- Honestly, they're not. No, yes, all wrestling is competition. Do I think AEW is competition for WWE? No. Do I think WWE is competition for AEW? No, you know why? Because you have two different promotions, two different mm-hmm. products, two different atmospheres, so it can't be competition just because it's wrestling. Yeah, because yeah, it, it's, it's not a war. One's more corporate-based. You see what Yes. It, it's I, not I, a war as much as people want to think it's a war. It's not a war because there's two different yes. fan bases, and it's not opposite each other. It is like, the yeah, that's something else I've noticed about no, 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 uh, fans on the internet. They, they it make the it like it is. It, 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 like. It's the fans. Like I, I, I'm on Twitter, and I read a lot of people. I'm like a sneaky link right on Twitter, just just roaming around, reading everything. And I follow a lot of the IWC community. I follow uh, a lot of independent wrestlers, and a lot of independent uh, community follow independent wrestlers. You know, because up close and personal. And there is a war between the IWC community. There's always been. No, and, and it's always the same thing. Like dog is wrestling. There's a saying, there were... I'm sorry. There, no, there's, a, there's a saying that's that's relatable to this. It's always easier to bring someone down rather than bring them up to your level. You know, so it's always yeah. easier for them. It makes you feel better to make someone else feel like shit, so you feel better about yourself. And the three-way mix between the independent, because you have independent fans that watch GCW shows, you have the AEW fans, you have the New Japan fans that strictly watch New Japan, you have the WWE fans, and they're all bickering. Those are the people that want beef, Hmm. honestly. Right Right now, everybody else is worried about, when it comes to company-wise, putting out good content. For their viewers, their viewers are the ones that are in the mix trying to start beef when everybody else is trying to have a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what exactly. Like, everybody I, right now, I want to pause up here real quick, okay. guys. I want to pause up here. I don't know, I don't know if this is important to any of you out there, but uh, tonight's final score Dallas Cowboys three, uh, Steelers 16. My brother-in-law will be happy about that. <laughs> That's what's like, he's saying that like because like of me. No, I'm saying that because I hate the fuck, you know, hate the fludging. Sorry, Pat. Fludging <laughs> uh, cowboys. Yeah, but I hate the Steelers. And 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 Steelers is a Pennsylvania team, so I can get behind them. Right, right, right behind the Eagles. So, Chio, you lost your you lost your all you know family card for me, man. Uh, Jeez. Bad enough well, for an Eagles well, fan. Well, like, there's only one true bird, and that's the Eagles, not a Raven. So, uh, I got two rings. You got one, and you can quote that nevermore. <laughs> <laughs> and your two rings, your two rings, your two rings came less. And there you go, Greg. There's an old ECW reference. <laughs> I can't hear. It. Yeah, I appreciate that. But uh, all right, but yeah. What was that? He said his two rings came in quicker than Teal's one ring. <laughs> yes. Yes. See? 
This is why me and T get along. You know, he respects you're, champions. You're both, hold up, you're both off the show. Get the hell out of here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have four rings. But I can't hear real you. quick. Uh, CJ, I see your, we saw your question about how do you feel about Goldberg. That 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 itself is another whole conversation that you know we've had. No one's happy with it. I get why they brought him back because they need someone else. They need Bobby Lashley to beat somebody that was as dominant as Goldberg. <laughs> they need to pop a Look, quick buy rate. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Like let's I'm I, I'm looking at it as, as a business fans that are still out no, here. It's it, it has well that that does have something to do with it. It's a logics thing, okay? It's all about logistics and logics and business. In business, you got to be able to beat people that were dominant, okay? Goldberg, whether people liked it or not, was dominant for how mm-hmm. many effing years, okay? Mm-hmm. You have nobody. He is no Oscar. She got the ring. <laughs> Oscar, but for fee- but again, that's a fee- that's on the female side. Doesn't yes, matter. could Oscar could Oscar probably knock out Bobby Lashley legit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I would pay to see it. But again, what it comes down to is the logics. They needed somebody that you weren't expecting to come and challenge Bobby Lashley because everybody Brock wants Brock Lesnar. Everybody <laughs> wants Brock Lesnar. Okay, that's what the, everybody wants. They want that for WrestleMania. That's the match you're going to get for WrestleMania. Lesnar versus Lashley. That's the money. That's the marquee match. It's not Roman Reigns versus anybody. It's really going to be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley because we've been wanting that for years upon years upon years upon years. Brock come back as a baby. Yeah, but here's I don't think he will. And then and then and then Heyman's going to be stuck right between a rock and a hard. Heyman's again, like I said last week, you're going to have Brock come back and. He will probably win, and Paul Heyman's going to be the you know the advocate and the manager for not mm-hmm. only the SmackDown champion but the Raw heavyweight champion, and it's did money all uh, over it. Did y'all see PWI put out the cover of the new PWI magazine that has Roman no, because, on it? No, because yeah. I don't I don't ever see them in stores, so I stopped caring. No, 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 no. I, but they 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 posted it online. They they posted. I don't even the follow online. them online. Okay. Yeah, well, I I actually subscribe because I can't find them in stores. So that's why I, I stopped caring. Yeah, so I would so love the bio. No, I I no, I just I just I subscribed and they sent it to my house. So, oh, uh, but, but yeah, uh, the question is now now what what I I saw not trying to you know go off track, but uh, when you mentioned Roman uh, about uh, um, who is the real head of the table. But I don't think it's You're in that get article. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm, You're going to get the we, match. We, have, we all know we it. We have to see it. Again, well, if like someone from WWE is waiting on. If someone yeah. from WWE is listening to this, I'm telling you, the way to do this is a ringlet, ropeless ring where they have to fight, and the entire Samoan family is sitting up on the top of the stage with the freaking crown, and whoever wins, that's your head of the family. That's the passing of the torch. That's the way you should do it. It's money right. all over it. It is that is that I, is money. I gotta give a quick <laughs> shout out to a man who just said, "Yo, I'm, I'm Mr. Him. Ping, just joined us in the room out of nowhere." I remember Mr. Ping chops like Mr. Ping chops like a bitch. That is perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. What he said, but put it in the Isle of Samoa in some sand dust with a ring with no ropes, just them. 
and, and some or else no one's with the fire around. You know, they gotta do it. Well, they have yes, to do it. In the, yes, exactly, they'll have to do it. In exactly. da- they're in Dallas. That would be cool. Here's the thing. Like have all, all the Samoan family be like lumberjacks <laughs> on the outside. Oh. Uh. But no, no, no lumberjacks. No, that's no. Fu- I've, I'm sorry. Lumberjacks is fucking retarded. I'm sorry. No, I hate the lumberjack matches. They're stupid as shit. Because I think here's lumberjack the thing. matches Back are then, stupid as shit. Years They've been ago, stupid. Well, no, no, it's it's not lumberjacks anymore. They've upped it to now zombie lumberjacks. That's uh, that's uh, the new. Uh, yeah, like they. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem that's true. is the problem is years ago lumberjack matches were actually really. Decent as yes, time went now they're on, dumb. they mm. became more comical, more everybody's fighting at ringside, this and that. Back then, it actually meant something year, yeah. years ago. You're saying now it's a distraction rather than yeah. an attraction. Yeah, yes, yes, because everyone's it's, on the outside trying right. to get over. Well, what like, if they don't interfere with anything? What if they, they're there? Let's say, then why are they, they there if they're not interfering? They, they can't be like, around the ring. That's the thing. He they just shouldn't be around the ring. All. No, no, He's no, just no. trying to argue it. He just I, wants I just want a, I know. a whole Samoan committee around the ring. It doesn't have to be. A, take the Punjabi fucking jail cell and place it around the ring and have the Samoans around the Punjabi jail cell. But they'll have to the convert because it's it, like Indian. Again, too much. Too much. I'm, it's too much. I'm keeping it simple because you're taking away from the other stuff that's involved in the match. You're taking it's the story of the match I, is who is the head of the table? You take the ropes away and you put them in the wrestling ring with no ropes. Yes, you add this to sand and and ping. I'm joking. You don't chop like a bitch. My back and chest know huh. that that's a lie from all the blood that came out of it, and I love you, ah, uh, because you're family. But you're gonna take. You, you want to keep it as simple as possible because, again, would you actually ever think about seeing The Rock versus Roman without a rope? No. Okay. So Could, did you, would you ever expect to? Would you expect to see the family sitting on the stage where whoever wins gets the crown? No. We, but if you put people around there. the ring, it ruins it. We got some. We okay. We're gonna take the lumberjacks away. Do we keep the Punjabi cell? No. No. It's too much. How about? I like uh, I like you, know, you just the need you just need like the two the toughest back. guys in the ring. Two toughest guys have yes. to go at it. You don't, you don't need, need anything, anything else. But it has besides to be the, the ring and no rope. It doesn't have to be sand. It just has to be two guys in the ring. I, I need it in the tropics. I liked when Roman and Jay had their whole match thing, this and that. Or wait, who who was it? Uh, it was Roman and whoever I can't remember. I, they, it might have been Jay. Uh, and then he got to the top of the ramp. And then Alpha and Sika both came out, and they, yeah, you know, yeah. and they, they anointed they him as the head they of the table. Yeah, yeah, the head of the table. That's what. So, that's what I'm, that's so the way it's you didn't go need, down. You didn't need everyone there, not until the very end, like a mm-hmm. ceremony at the end. Mm-hmm. I like, can see that. I, Almost again, like King of the Ring. You're you're you're, you're being honored, you being praised. I would I would love them to say on the top of the stage, like you have the whole tribal up there on the stage. And that's that. And when it's over, you know, the two main people walk on down to that ramp. Oh my god! I'm you know, and head. you crown them. Yes, one hundred percent. You're anointing. This is who the head of the tribe is. The head of the table. That's the torch. We all know it's happening. We well, we don't know that's going to happen that way. We just know when Rock versus Roman happens. Right. Roman's over. It's the passing I, of the I torch. See, I, I can like see that. Rock versus Hogan. You know, Rock I, Hollywood now. He's Hollywood now. That's why. It, it's he, not that he's he, Hollywood. He got, he got, it's more. 
No, he got he got more things in life he's doing besides movies. He got yeah, one percent, and that's the thing. He got uh, charities. He got yeah, all this other stuff going on with his life. That okay, wrestling is not going to be that priority. It's not going to be you know no. like 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 Roman right now. Right now, his priority besides his family is wrestling. He don't have other that we know of that we know of. Mm-hmm. He might have other stuff, but right now the thing that's front and foremost for him is him being the main guy in the company. That's what it is. It's okay. always been that way. No one likes it. No one likes Roman Reigns as a champion because it's a, he was he was made by WWE. Whoopie do. I think the dude has progressed in the years that he's been there from being a guy that couldn't cut a promo and couldn't really do it right to a guy that can go out there and cut phenomenal and great promos and not have a worry in the world and says just the most obscene things possible now where I laugh. You know, whichever that is. But we're not going to say that on this show. Um, uh, gentlemen, uh, I hate to say it, but we are actually... Yeah. Desperately out of time. Desperately we're out. at our. We know. Well, we can't be out of time because we can go as long as we want. But the fact of the matter is, I was we, using a Shabaniism. So. We've been <laughs> trying to keep our stuff like around two hours or mm-hmm. less because sometimes it gets a little draining for all of us since you know work and this and that. Uh, so yeah, we are at our two hour. We're over two hour two oh one. But Craig, it was a pleasure having you here. I would Thank love you. that. I would love to have you on again, and in and 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 uh, not well as a guest uh, analyst like what we're doing now here, mm-hmm. uh, because our our dates are pretty much getting booked up with our guests that we have prior within the first hour. So okay. I, I I would love to have you sit in with us again and and talk uh, sometime. We can talk uh, about the studio that. show. Yeah, we have the studio show that's in uh in Ben Ben Salem. Well, I'm not too far from Ben Salem. Yeah, well, um, we'll we'll actually be there on the 14th, Dennis. By the way, I will be there on the 14th. Damn I it! Moved my, I move my schedule. I move my scheduled appointment. So yeah, I was gonna I, get in the set the big the big dog chair, man. Damn it! <laughs> you can still be the big dog. You want to be I'll head be... of the uh, table at? Yes. <laughs> we'll put Mikey up there. We'll put Mikey to kick the show off. He, he has well, you know, opening. With some you know, yellow lines. Like. Care, careful, Dennis, because I'm getting over. I might take your spot. I might take That's fighting words, man. Well, That's fighting words. Peace. This, uh, <laughs> this Saturday over at the Skid Row Academy, I know Super Crazy has a show. I'm not booked anywhere, so I'm free. Uh, I was talking to Pat about Mikey. You getting over to see a show with us, a, a nice indie show? Would you be interested in Saturday getting over there? Because uh, I guess the doors open up at 11. The bell time is at 12. Would you be interested? Well, I was talking to uh, Pat earlier as well. Uh, I let him know that I'll, I'll be in Six Flags on Saturday. But Six oh. Flags has a wrestling show coming. Ah, and yeah. I asked him Man. about scaling it. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Ch- Dude, check it any, out. Who it what, is? Any wrestling show, companies. sit there. Yeah, sit there and take notes. But since we're plugging shows, and you plug super crazy, I'm gonna plug a show. Craig okay. mentioned about the wrestling school, the workhorse wrestling training. ACPW. N- no. 
No, I plugged that out there. But I'm going to plug one CW. It's called Summer Showdown. Um, it's at 143 Broad Street, Houston, Delaware. Um, you have Mr. Grimm, um, Jason Andrews, A.K. Willis, um, Dustin Wilson. You have incredible talent down there. Um, front row is $25. General admission is 20 Kids 8 to 12 are 5 bucks. Kids 7 and under. 7 and, and under age are free. Doors open at 6. Bell time is 7. Food and alcohol available. If, do purchase. Yes, alcohol is available for purchasing. That doesn't mean <laughs> throw the bottles at a worker you don't like. Saying, yeah, exactly. That's MDK style, not 1CW <laughs> style. They might laugh, though. But there's that, and then since you said uh, I didn't bring it up, ACPW returns September 4th for the very first time um, in over two years with fans. Um, we'll be out in Media PA at the Media Community Center. Community Center. Um, pardon me. I shouldn't be drinking beers and having soda and wings and all that I had tonight. <laughs> all that good yeah, stuff. <laughs> um, and then apparently our boy, Mr. Frankie Frizzo... Yeah. Back in the ring, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to break this out and just. Apparently, I know who, <laughs> I know who he's wrestling because I'm training the guy. So I'm gonna teach him how to be Frankie Frizzo, just like I have. Are you gonna be his twice. manager? Oh, you're the training guy, the guy. Okay, he was telling me about. I'm one of the main trainers at ACPW besides Tyreno. You know, and it is and it is great to have Frank. You know, Pat. A.K.A. Frankie Frizzo coming back and him being there to help these young kids learn how Absolutely. to do it the way we've been doing it. I got nothing but love for for Pat, and he knows it. I love busting his chops when I beat him for a title that, let's be real, it's just a piece of paper. Um, and, you know, yeah. it's just an, it's an honor to get a championship, but at the same time, it's just it doesn't matter. Bite Greg your tongue. Says, Bite my tongue. See what, I got, see what I got behind me? See that right there? Right there. Ah, it's a beautiful, beautiful merchandise. There you go. That's a, that's a version of WCW US title that I was the co-champion of when I was uh, managing JJ Cruz in UWC. So that means something to me. It's not just oh, no, title. No, 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 no. They mean something to me every time if I ever get them. But okay. we're teaching the young kids these days like because there, there was an incident going on where someone didn't want to lose the title because it, of what kid, things. Dummy. So okay, they were that's upset. Different. So we're explaining to the young kids these days ago, when you get this, understand it, that you're in a position, you're not, you, they don't, you don't, you're, you've earned it, but it can get taken away because it needs to happen. Point, that's a good point, you know, good point. You know, and it's, that's all it is. Like we've explained to them, like, yes, titles mean something, no matter what title it is. It's a prop though, but they have meaning. Very true. Well, this Very is true. why. So we like, we break it down for them to understand with the training school. Like we do a lot of in-ring training with me. Um, but I do more cardio stuff and then I break down and then we work on promos for like the last hour. Um, and I just throw them in the ring and go, okay, you have five minutes to come up with a promo. Can't be more than a minute and a half long. And then I tell them to go. Um, but so yeah, September 4th, I'm in the ring. I don't even know who I'm facing. I got some random dude coming from like Delaware. I don't even know his name, but I'm just going to say, I'm going to put boots to asses. Is, is September 4th. Is that the joint show with that new, uh, company that all female company i heard one cw doing uh capital championship wrestling i believe oh i have I, no clue I, I i believe it's supposed to be a joint show with one cw from what i heard well, uh, this, I think. This, this upcoming saturday show 
No, the September 4th. Oh, I don't even know if they had a show September 4th. All right. Well, uh, I know I didn't have this info pulled up in front of me about Super Crazy. Uh, but their main event is The Church's Money, Black G's, uh, with Darian Hardway and Deshaun Pratt in a six-man tag, taking on the team of Sean Donovan, Moose, and Brian Cage. And that's the main event for this Saturday at uh, 12 noon is bell time for them. Uh, Speaking of Sean Donovan, I have to give big ups to him as being the uh, winning that trophy, being the the team captain at the basketball 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, If no one has seen it, it is. Currently on IWTV, I got to watch the uh, rerun of it since we were me and Dennis were there live. Uh, it was me and Dennis was like our our faces were like, "What the hell are they? They can't play for it. They need to stick to wrestling." But after seeing what they did with IWTV and the and, and the commentators and everything was all put together. It was a very good product. It was a good charity. They were looking to only raise five thousand, but they made over ten thousand sixty-two, I believe, or sixty-five. Sweet. I thought they were only at nine thousand, so they raised no, another thousand dollars. It went up. That's it amazing. Up. That's yeah, happened amazing. To, like like ten thousand sixty-two, I believe, something like that. Though. So it's someone crazy. sent me someone sent me That's some awesome. information about one CW. The front rows were all sold out. The main event of the night is the for the one CW heavyweight championship with the champion miss being Mr. Grimm, and he's going up against ROH's Rex Titus mm. in his debut in one CW. So that 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 match itself is price of admission. Sweet. Um, but yeah, um, people, uh, tune in next week as just so happened we're gonna have. O dog on the show. That's right. He's one of the uh, co-owners of Super Crazy and Skid Row Academy. He will yep. be on here. Uh, we don't know what topics we're gonna talk about yet. We're gonna see how the rest of the week plans out and what can we jot down uh, from what we see all from uh, typical news sites, from people's Twitter feeds, uh, or. Instagram or fate or Facebook, whatever other people want to shoot their mouth off about from any of the, uh, WWE. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mikey. I see your hand waving in front of your camera. I'm, 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 like, I'm just waving back. Cause I see I'm, I'm looking at the chats and I'm like, <laughs> seeing this. Hold on. This is what Mikey, this is what we were seeing. Yeah. No. The, chat, the chats pretty much stopped after CJ. Like that's it. CJ scared the fans away. Yeah. Um, so, but, no, uh, there's stuff I didn't talk about tonight that we didn't discuss. With no, that's quite all right. Next Thursday, because we have next Thursday and next Saturday show, so we got yes. two shows next yes. week. And, yeah. and 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 next next Saturday show, we can pretty much talk about anything. But we're also going to do our our, our SummerSlam predictions. predictions. Yeah, but you know, like I said, we're going to talk about, and and it's only an hour show, so we got to cram it all in. <laughs> yes. yes <we> do. <laughs> so. Um, like I said, people, uh, you can tune in here every Thursday at 9.05 East Coast Standard Time. Be 
because on the West Coast, we get that uh, 605 status. So that old school 605, that's what we liked. So, but uh, for uh, anybody has any final words, me, I got to say, stay humble and uh, pay it forward. Rest in peace, Bobby. You know, I did not know that till Chio told me. Uh, Midnight Express is one of my favorite tag teams growing up, alongside the Rock Roll Express. You know, um, beautiful Bobby. I don't know. It, it just like came, came off guard. But uh, just be humble when you if you come in this business. Be humble. Mouth closed, ears open. And just have fun. Dennis? Just live your life to the fullest. Like, honestly, stop, you know, don't live in the past. Don't regret anything. You know, don't allow people to kind of like push you around and bad mouth you because, you know, they're going to keep push. They're going to keep bad mouthing you as you keep talking them up and, and being respectful about them and being nice and not hurting their credibility and their and their and their name but unfortunately sooner or later that bites them in the butt so if you want to do things in life speak up don't hold back and literally foot to the pedal and just go i guess that's where i went off in the wrestling business <laughs> mike uh, i agree with uh what you guys said uh also uh craig it was uh nice meeting you it's uh, pretty cool to uh, talk with somebody who's uh, been in the business, and uh, well, it's a uh, it's 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 really cool to actually experience this. So, uh, it, I, I, next I, week, I'm everyone. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to laugh about that when he said it's nice to talk to somebody who's in the business when he had his brother Pat the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Having Pat. No, know. I'm not counting us. Then I'm talking about like. Pat, he's just so in awe. Oh, yeah. He forgot about his brother, so um, he's yeah, just so in awe. He's <laughs> and he forgot about the other three guys that are in the business. Yes. All right, Mikey, uh, you are I, now the least favorite Bernard. I, I can't help it. I'm stealing everyone's heat. I'm taking everyone's spot. I'm sorry, guys. You know, but... <laughs> it's perfectly okay. Uh, uh, okay. Craig, you have any final words? Yes, I viewers? do. Yes, I do. Um, anyone who's in this business is ultimately a mark. So never look down on marks because anyone who's in this business is the ultimate mark because you wanted this business, you love this business so much you wanted to become a part of it. So while you're in the business, have fun, enjoy what you're doing. If you're not enjoying it, don't do it. Give that spot to someone else who actually wants to have fun and enjoy it. And when you get to be my age and Shio's age, start to give back because you want this business to be better than when you left it. Whatever knowledge you have, pass it on. And even if you help one person, that's one person better for the business. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was very uh, like like some uh, uh, a message coming from a wise man. Well, it's good drugs. So. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen. Like I said, uh, everyone can tune in here Thursdays nights. Uh, don't forget Saturday, we're, we're going to be in studio on the 14th. So look forward. We'll have O-Dog next week, SummerSlam predictions next week as well, too. Uh, the 19th, we got Rob Noxus. The 26th, Mark Chindrak. Dennis is going to take that one. I'm, I'm going to sit in. 
So, but uh, thank you, everyone. And since we were talking Samoans towards the uh, end of the uh, show, there, what the <laughs> what the hell? Why not? I'm gonna uh, play the Wild Samoan Training Center video to lead us out, gentlemen. Thank you once again, and we'll see everyone at the matches. Too sweet. Come on, Mikey, <laughs> get it up. I'm fragile. I feel pain. I hurt. I open my eyes. I crave victory. I do not give up. I feel no fear. I fear no man. I create. I conquer. I hold the power. Make a choice. Just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. We can't have another bad year. You've got to get to the point where enough is enough. It's much easier to come up with excuses why you can't do it. If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. Do what is easy. Complain about your situation, your circumstances. Surrender and give up on your dreams. Become depressed and bitter and angry. Anybody can do that. If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, keep coming back again and again and again. Get up dressed every day. Take life on. Taking life by the collar. You say yes. I will do it! I can do this! And you've said to yourself, I'm willing to face the nose. I'm willing for people laughing at me. I'm willing to gut this out. I'm willing to make this happen. It's my time. It's possible. It's necessary. It's hard. It's worth it. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I can do it. If anybody's ever done it at any point in time in history, then what's possible for one, it's possible for me. And I'm going to do it. And if you do that over and over and over again, your life will be easy.